0: The 30, 30, do you have any test operations sure. restricted area 2508? Aries 31, Roger. The
1: traffic is quite luminous and is exhibiting some non-ballistic motion, Over.
0: Roger, Aries 31. Continue to send at your discretion,
1: Over. Okay, center. The traffic is approaching head on, alter right, and really moving.
2: They're right by it,
3: right now. There are a thousand UFO sightings reported around the world every month. 90% of these sightings can be explained, but 10% cannot. This is Mac Maloney's
4: Military X-Files. And now, here's Mac Maloney. Well, good evening, everyone, welcome to Mac Maloney's Military X-Files show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Mac Maloney. Wow, what a show we have for you tonight. But first, let me introduce the members of our extended posse. Girls, get ready. Sit down. <laughs> get your... Wow. Get your misty. get your fin, get your big box of Kleenex, your big box of wipes, your squeegee, and your lube, because... Very famous Juan Juan is here.
0: That's right. You're gonna need it. Hello everybody. <laughs> Welcome, need it. girls, to the show. Mac, good to see you. Good to see you. <clears throat> Glad to be here. Glad to be anywhere, as a matter of fact. And so,
4: what's new across the puddle? Anything exciting?
0: Oh, well, it's chaotic here. Probably no, not. It's, not, it's... A, not too exciting, but um, mm-hmm. we're still we still uh, have, are moving our stuff around out of, in and out of our house. Oh right, right, yeah,
4: sure. Yep. Uh, How about the hedgehog? What's going on? Is he alive? The
0: hedgehog not? seems to have hibernated, but you know what? That. <laughs> The story is that uh, if it gets mild like it can do around here, yes, uh, even in the middle of winter, yep, sometimes they, they crawl out and they're looking for food and they go back and continue the oh, hibernation. I mean, Are you kidding me? Sounds like me. So I got a I got a hedgehog house and everything out there and I I got to put the food out just mm. in case. Did you, name like the in the head, did you name the hedgehog?
4: Did you name the hedgehog? No, did you name him?
5: No.
4: Yes, for Winston. Help, get some food Winston. Go back and <laughs> <hibernation>. Winston. <laughs> Does he predict how much more winter we're going to have? Unique. Yeah. Right. Hold him up and see how long it's going to take uh anyway um I have no gazunta other than to say that no cocoa tonight he's uh protecting the nation. however, I did get one of his uh emails today, which I can't read. I have no idea what he's talking about <laughs> a lot of x's and v's and uh forward slashes and
0: and do you ever write you an email there? that you can't understand mm-hmm. yeah you just uh, no, cannot no. do it
4: cannot do it so anyway uh but uh don there in um West Virginia. Is our good friend, uh, switch Blake, Steve Watt, our national correspondent, switch?
1: Uh, great to be here tonight.
4: I was trying to come up with a funny name for your West Virginia town, but it was, you know, like flat tire West Virginia.
0: How's that?
1: Point Pleasant. Okay.
4: <laughs> uh, well, Point pleasant.
0: pleasant is nice because it's, it's, it's pleasant, it's got the word pleasant, it's pleasant in it. there,
4: plus it's pleasant awesome. is pointed. Uh, switchy, how are you? Everything okay? I am beyond wonderful. Okay, what's that background you got going there? It looks like an electronic background of a that's dirty. That's
1: my uh, chaotic uh, bedroom. Oh, really? Yeah, chaotic. Uh, that's me. why I blurred it. Okay. I, you know. Thank
4: you. For all of us, I thank you. Also, with us tonight is our security chief, Willie Club, WC.
5: Mac, hi, gang. How's everyone? Okay. Hey, Willie, how are you? Looking forward to tonight. I, mm-hmm. You know, I'm glad you mentioned that about uh, Switch blurring things. Yes. Switch, can you blur that thing on the top of your head? Oh, <laughs> oh come on. Back. Really? Oh, my God. I don't mean it in a negative way. <laughs> no, it doesn't it's sound that way. It's shiny or something. Okay. It's
1: funny, Club. I didn't take it in a negative way.
5: No. <laughs> <laughs> it's all in fun. Okay. All right.
4: Uh, <laughs> I'm having fun. Just to uh, finalize the sausage party here in the studio with us know. is Uncle Al, <laughs> the kitty's pal, UFO mechanic, L. Hi, hey
5: Mac. Hello, everyone. Okay? What's happening yeah. <laughs> Doing fine.
4: You know, uh, just another day in paradise. Yeah, yes. You know? Yep. Yep. I agree with you. It snowed. What are you going to do? It snowed. And then it melted. So yeah, well. that's the best part about it. Anyway, the best part of the show, on one of them anyway, is... Uh, a good friend up there in sideways New York, like, Raven, is with us. Raven, how are you?
6: Oh my gosh, I'm doing so good. Thank you for having me. You're doing so Raven. good. Okay, what's your
2: secret? Tonight.
6: Thank you. Is it
2: just a happy? Actually,
7: yeah.
2: it's a
6: good night because before we started filming, I cracked my SI joint, so I f- like my back is like aligned right now, so it feels really good.
7: Ooh. Okay, I
0: minute, your SI. Is joint. that an
4: SI joint? Is that I hit that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, what is that, oh. something in your back? I'm assuming, because you just said it. Exactly, oh yeah. Yeah, exactly, really? oh yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. Um. Anyway, all right, we should probably hear about more of that later, but also joining us is uh, superfan Susan Coppola. Do I have it right? Uh, close enough. S- yeah. Say it, close please close say enough. it. I knew it. Please knew say it. It. we're going <laughs> to stop the tape, and please, say it for us. Capula. Coppola. 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 Okay. okay, all right, we're going to A- stop hey, the Here we go, here we go. On the, uh, here we go. And- uh, And also joining us tonight is our super fan, Susan Coppola. Right? Let's give her a round of applause, please. We might not have to sweeten it up because it is so enthusiastic. How are you doing tonight, Susan?
8: I'm doing well. I hope you all are. Thanks for having me.
4: You're down in North Carolina, right?
8: I am. It was whopping uh, 21 degrees here. Wow. It's
4: warmer up here,
7: as it turns
0: out.
4: But you're originally from our- It never gets that
8: cold.
4: You're originally from our part of the woods, right? Our part of the world-
8: I am, and I miss it greatly. Mm-hmm.
4: Wilburn, Mass, the greater Boston area, then up in New Hampshire as well, up in where one used to live. So some bigs, a big, what was that big supermarket that burned down there, Wani? That was like a national landmark up there.
0: You know, it wasn't really, it's not a big supermarket, okay. but it was an IGA, it was... Uh, a lot of people went there. Yeah, a lot of local local people went there because it was local. Cry, yeah, Another the people crying, it that it was gone and stuff. So. Or down to Rochester, my neck of the woods. Another so, tragedy. So,
4: it's Holy Quinniposaki, wow So uh, Susan, uh, uh, you're uh, a super fan, one of our super fans Thanks for joining us tonight For, for the first half And um, what we're going to do now is Susan has a uh, top ten list, Ask Mac But I think we get it, better get the top ten out of the way for us Get all the funny out of the way first and then see what happens What do you think? Raven, what do you think? What else do we have okay. coming up, Raven? Yeah. We sh- I should say that.
6: Yeah, so we got we have our top ten, which we just discussed, and we're, we're doing Susan's uh, top top five or ten. Um, and then we do have a special guest coming in who's going to be possibly channeling some aliens mm. and maybe doing some other readings for us. I'm not really sure on that yet. Right. But um, they're going to join us around seven.
4: This has been in the negotiations for a long time to have this friend of ours on, Dolly. Her name is... So stay tuned. Yep. Okay? Oh, and
6: Switchy also has a special Switch. report for us. Yes, and
4: so does Club if we have the time. If we're having so much fun.
5: Yeah, it's always when the, I'm always in the back of no, the. No, don't class, say but that. But that's it, okay. That's not
4: right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, well, why don't we go with the top ten now and kind of get it out of the way? Okay, Raven.
6: Sounds good. This is a top 10 reasons one Juan would make a great king of England. Now,
4: listen, last week we had top 10 <laughs> reasons why one one would never be the queen of England. Okay. For many, well, 10 of them, as it turns out. Yeah, we out. all heard that one. However, I think that you'd make a great king of England, as it turns out. And these are the top 10 reasons why. I mean, I'd fans. like to be
0: a prince, actually. Prince, really? I'd yeah. I'd like to be one of the princes. You know, just kind
4: of. Okay, well, don't shoot his eyes. Bad
0: the royal family and that's, go off and do things. That's next
4: week. Uh, okay, so uh, top ten reasons why Juan Juan would make a great king of England. start the music, Raven. Please, number ten.
6: All right, number ten. He's a man, baby.
4: Right, he's a man, baby. I Remember last week go. he couldn't be. Okay, next, please. It's the first okay. qualification.
6: That's the first. Number nine. He dumped that ugly ass Camilla and replaced her with some fine looking. Bitch. Oh, you know
4: it. <laughs> <laughs> you know excellence. Take a little bit of that, Amy. Wow. <laughs> okay yeah. up nice. Number eight, please.
6: Number eight uh, He'd take down the statue Of Admiral Nelson in trafalgar trafalgar, square. trafalgar 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 Trafalgar, trafalgar. <laughs> trafalgar. trafalgar. <laughs> trafalgar. And, put, and put up one of Jeff Beck uh, R.I.P <laughs> <Right>. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: He would take down the statue of Admiral Lord Nelson Lord Nelson in Trafalgar Square And put up a statue of Jeff Beck instead.
9: Jeff oh, Beck Great guitar player, okay, passed
4: away That was really bad And so, I mean, we talk about music sometimes on the show, but boy, he is—he was probably one of the greatest guitar. He's probably the greatest guitarist of that era, of that generation, for sure.
6: Um, I have number seven here. Uh, He would not only be the king of the British people; he'd also be king of the fairies, of which there are thousands currently running around England.
0: (laughs) Too sorry. It's very, it's very hard to reign all those fairies (laughs) in.
4: Okay, well, okay. <laughs> life in England. Okay, next, please. These are the top 10 reasons why Lonron would make a great king of England. Please.
6: Number six, <laughs> he'd ban Spotted Dick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's my favorite. I wow. would. <laughs> okay. I was get it off the menu. Is, hmm.
5: Did you ever try it yet? I, I keep mentioning it.
0: <laughs> uh, no. You, no. Yeah, no. so
5: you, you can't say anything until you actually. What is it? Do you, know, do you know what it is? What is it? Yeah, it's Actually, a pudding. It's supposed to be good. Oh, it's a pudding? Yeah, it's a pudding, very yeah. big over For the dumb really reason, good. I thought it was <laughs> a slice.
4: Ladies and gentlemen, it <laughs>
5: violates the penal code.
7: <laughs> wow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Steve Boyd <Ward> for the <laughs> the softball. Actually, you know what? <laughs> Steve for <laughs> the... I think I did the... have it over Christmas. I think I did have it. Did you really the... win him, yeah. remember? Yeah. Okay. I did. Wow. I was eating it, and then I was told what it was. Oh, <laughs> oh That's, you did, that's you did, what you they all yes. say. Wow. I did. What about blood pudding, though?
4: And blood pudding sounds even worse. Isn't blood pudding a, a thing over there? Is there a...
0: Yeah, I was never blood. That, that's big over here, too. Oh,
4: my God. What is in that? Blood?
0: Yeah, a lot of it. Uh, like would... This place is crazy. Had, man, man, that place is really like crazy. Like pr- no, thank you. you, know. you. That's happens when you lose Anyway, Saucers please. is everywhere.
4: <laughs> we just got into that. That was number seven. <laughs>
6: Oh, Raven, okay. let's continue. Top ten reasons. Uh, he'd add more trains going to Ireland.
4: He'd add more trains that's going right. to
5: Ireland. right? You like more? right. They're crowded now. He'd make, the, make them running. Make them run. How are you going to get them over there? You're going to build a bridge. Well, you got to build a big bridge.
4: TBD. Uh, please, Raven. Nice. There's a top ten reasons why Wama would make a great king of England.
6: Number four, uh, he'd make Raven his. Minister of smoking hot chicks.
4: Right. She <laughs> went in the landslide. Okay. Next, please. Right. We put a big um, star beside that one.
6: Cover <laughs> three. Uh, as the national sport, soccer is out, topless tennis is in. I'm right. going to hard no, hard no nope. on that one. one. Because if you get hit, like
7: oh. in the.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. In the...
7: T- that's yep. going to hurt.
6: Okay.
0: Yeah. What did that spell? Okay, yeah. beach volleyball. Well, there's a breastplate. Uh, You're right. Sorry, that's right. For that, you know, it's like a we're gonna make a
4: last minute thing. change in that. It's gonna go from topless tennis to topless beach volleyball.
6: There we
0: go.
4: Okay, <laughs> no so one's gonna weird, get hit, hit with to anything.
0: Avoid a booby trap. Some saying. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> wow, <Well>, switchy. He <laughs> yeah, had that loaded up. Didn't ah, no.
2: How long's it going to for the score again. The <laughs> I
4: rather he's two for two. Next, please, uh, Raven. What? Ten top uh, reasons why, one would be a great king of England.
6: Number two, um, he changed the name London to Lily and Wales to Keith.
4: <laughs> he changed the name of London to Lily and Wales to Keith. Okay, get it? Okay, okay. What I'd do we make
0: a, I would make the Dartford the uh, capital of uh, England. Of England.
4: That's number three. Yeah. Okay, interesting. But I hope the uh, ten questions of Mac are better than this. But we'll see.
7: Uh
4: oh. Please, Raven. Are we down to number one yet?
6: This is the number one reason why okay. we make way. a great king of England. Sticky bears for everybody.
0: Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> We're giving them away. Okay, that's the idea. Oh, my God. are necessities.
4: How, oh right. wow, <laughs> wow. Also,
0: doing material. Yeah, you you the There's coronation coming up, you know. Yeah, so no, I saw that's gonna be three of days of boring,
4: and it's place. gonna cost the UK three billion dollars.
0: Oh yeah, it's every day be they crazy. shut down
4: that place, it costs them a billion dollars in profits, and they're uh-huh. gonna do it for three days. And they said this is gonna be a shortened one. Who's gonna sit around and listen to that stuff, man? Come on, you, you say the whole country's crazy now for three days. They gotta listen to all this pomp and circumstance that adds up to nothing.
0: Yeah, and they still haven't announced the live acts that they're gonna be playing. Oh, I think I'm sure, Rod Stewart will be part Rod Stewart, Billy
4: Eilish, you know. All the favorites. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I can't wait. Ellen, John. When they yeah, take a clock five. Eight, Dave five a... will be there. I'm sure. <laughs> wait, waiting on tables, maybe. But look, why don't we do this? Why don't we take a commercial right now? Oh, by the way, we have a music show next week, if anyone's interested. <clears throat> we'll talk about all the shows and part of the show. Anyway, uh, why don't we take a commercial break now and calm down, and we'll be right back after this. You're listening to Mac Maloney's Mill show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. We'll be right back after this.
9: Do you know where the world's most secret bases are located? Do you know what spooky action at a distance means? Is there a conspiracy by aliens to prevent us from conquering space? And where is the best place in the United States to see a real UFO? Find the answers to all these questions and more in Mac Maloney's new book, Mac Maloney's Haunted Universe. Visit places you never knew existed, the Phantom Tunnels of Tokyo, the UFO Trail in South America, Hong's hats, and the very mysterious M-Triangle. Mac Maloney's Haunted Universe contains hundreds of reports on ghosts, haunted planes and ships, weird celebrity deaths, mysterious sounds, and a breakdown of every monster in America, state by state. You've heard him talk about it on the radio. Now, get all of Mac's paranormal research in one large volume, Mac Maloney's Haunted Universe, with a forward by the very famous Wanwan, Juan Juan, on sale now in your local bookstore or on Amazon.com.
3: It's early medieval Europe. Norse marauders are pouring down from the north, step riders threaten from the east, and Moorish raiders are surging up from the south. Now, as the Vikings plan an invasion of Ireland, the country's aging king must somehow protect his nation. But who is up to the task? Nordic sagas tell us an obscure and unlikely hero arises to save his people. Wolf of Clontarf leaps into history as a nightmare to the Norse and avenger for the Celts. It's Vikings meets Braveheart as this legendary Irish warrior, some medieval special operations forces, and a young woman spy help the Irish king defeat the Viking invaders. It's a tale spanning 15 years and leading up to the most decisive battle of the Middle Ages. That's Wolf of Clontarf, a new novel from Thomas J. Howley, now on Amazon.
4: Back at the winter, back Maloney's North tracks now. Show here on the distant thunder radio network. This is Mac Maloney, welcome to the show we have for you tonight. Let me introduce quickly members of the Plastic Girls, the very famous one. One is here.
0: Hello, everybody. Hello, girls. Welcome to the show.
4: Bitching about living in England again because it's too chaotic. It's chaos. Okay. Uh, also speaking of chaos, no Coco tonight. Though he sent me a very chaotic email earlier. I don't know whether we have to send ransom money or what's going on with him. But anyway, he's out saving the world somehow. Uh, however, our national correspondent, Switch Steve Ward, is with us. Switching. 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 Oh, wow. switching. I
1: had a sneeze earlier. Oh, so you, go, you to had myself. a sneeze? Okay. okay. You
7: spared
4: us a It minute. is
1: great to be here, and I want to ask Juan Juan if they can understand him through his accent.
4: Do, you, do they have problems understanding your accent?
0: No, they do not, but they always say, are you American? <laughs> wow. Are There's shy. some folks that think that uh, I might be Canadian. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know where uh-huh. that comes from, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's happened only a couple you're, of times.
4: You're sensible and polite. Do, and you, then, say, do you say A a lot? You open saying, your mouth. I'm and... too
0: bloody polite. You, you ought to see me in the social club. I bet. I belong to a couple of social clubs now. Really? Everything's on the up and up. Yeah, we're playing snooker. <laughs> Why do you have to say that? Playing yeah. dots. Dots.
4: yeah. Okay.
0: Most social clubs and, uh, are pookie. Hobnobbing bookied. with the, uh, the brothers, you know, and sisters of the really? social club. Wow. Yeah. You got to, to pay money. It, it's such, you know, it's a cool Cool environment.
7: Mm-hmm.
0: It's not a, the kind of place where you're nervous about going in there. You know, it's like a, you know, yeah. some kind of random pub where you, you're afraid because you're American you might get beat up. But really, yeah. <laughs> since
7: since, since they didn't ask-
0: make it too far in the World Cup, that that didn't happen. So
4: yeah, okay. Ask him how. Yeah, you know, I was
0: able I was able to root freely for the United States team in the World Cup, and you, you know, you were the only one. And they would wow. say to me, okay, your Guinness is going to be double now. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> That's they said thank you. That was about the biggest threat that ever came to my way was we're going to charge a double for that Guinness. <laughs> but it, it's, it's a fun environment though. the social club. Yeah,
4: it's your sounds it. Yeah. Okay. Any women? Do they let women in these? Or are they guys oh, yeah, only? Yeah, sure. Oh, really? Yeah. They pay to get in, He I mean, wants
0: to get in, but I can't sponsor him. My, my next-door neighbor who's a really cool guy. He sponsored me, and he can sponsor. But I he can't can sponsor
4: wife well, Interesting.
0: you okay. got to be part of the club for a while.
4: Anyway. Uh, very interesting, Johnny. <laughs> um, so no cocoa tonight in the studio with us. Real quick is your UFO mechanic Al Al, Al Al, in the house. Hello, Mac. You Hello, don't want to wear the shades? What's the matter? You don't want to get in uniform? Well, these are prescription oh, guys, I see. Okay. And, and you know they're they're transitions, so they don't they don't okay. like to darken inside. They like to darken okay. in ultraviolet. There's a transition joke in there somewhere, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, I'm transitioning. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> anyway, down oh, there in the. Uh, West Virginia. Point Pleasant, West Virginia, as it turns out. Switch plays Steve Ward. Switchy. National correspondent.
1: Switchy. Great to be here. Okay,
4: uh, he, Switch is the second most popular person on the show when it comes to what's he like, photos, et cetera, et cetera. We know how number one is, and it's not this guy. Willie Club. How you doing, Willie?
7: <laughs> I've had a couple no, of pictures. No, it's not.
5: <laughs> oh, I'm doing great, Mac. It's great <laughs> to be here tonight. I yeah, had a nice couple, couple requests of requests of you. big night with the gang.
4: Dressed up as Willie. Uh, you will going be fine. Uh, Willie Belgium. Yeah. Uh, anyway, also up there is a favorite good witch. And sideways and the eye, Raven is with us. Raven.
6: Hi, my friends. Thanks for having me.
4: So it's hat season again, it sounds like, right? Snack up on us?
6: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I look forward to it every year. As soon as I can start wearing a hat, I do it. So if it's September and it's it's a little bit chilly, yes. hat goes on.
4: Interesting. Okay. okay. All right. Raven, do you wear a hat with a pom-pom or no pom-pom? Did we ask? I think I had my hat last you. week. We ask it every week.
6: I- I have a couple hats that have palms. Most of them are just regular beanies. This one's just a beanie.
4: They're, name, they're known as palms. Okay. Yeah. Because okay, oh, right, like Sue knits yes. a lot of hats and gives them to people. Uh-huh. And she has me, she hands me that damn pom-pom maker thing, you know, where you got to wrap the yarn oh, so you're involved? Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Wrap Right. No, really? and, okay. okay. and, yeah. and so I, I say to her, you know, how do you know the person's going to really like to have this big thing on top of their Go ahead. hat? So she says, "Well, I just put it on loosely, and if they want to take put it, it off, off, they can just cut it off. I take the pin and the hand grenade, just pull the thing off. They oh, I, I think pom
6: poms are so cute on well, top of the hat. I tell yeah. you,
4: I and she gave away a bunch of them at Christmas, and um, I made a bunch
7: of the pom poms.
4: Wow! It was um... see, he doesn't mind admitting stuff like that, you know. Uh, hey, I that, think he's cool. Very the wife, nice. Yeah, yeah
7: that's a nice happy. little
6: couples thing to do together. Yeah,
4: yeah. she does all the knitting. I have nothing to do with any of it.
0: He does I all just, the sitting,
4: and I, I, <laughs> oh. I watch and go. Oh, that's nice enough, and you know, and I make up. He goes up there
0: and fires up the Corvette and says, "I had enough of this." And, but the thing <laughs> I'll is, be right back. If
4: I, if, if I don't like the way the pom pom comes out, I just give it to the cats. Oh, so now there's pom poms <laughs> all over the floor <laughs> okay. with the cats chasing them around. I sprinkle we have a little guess catnip, waiting. catnip on oh, it and the cats boom, would off love go. that. Oh yeah, S- uh, super fan Susan Coppola. Susan, do I have it right? Call you do. Nicely
8: done.
4: Really? okay. Is with us. Uh, save us from this. How are you tonight, Susan?
8: I'm doing great. I'm really excited mm-hmm. to be here tonight. Thank you so much.
4: You're done and you you own husses. You have a little huss farm down there in North Carolina? I do. Mm-hmm. How about the husses?
8: Um dirty and muddy, really? which they love. Mm-hmm. So uh they're doing great.
4: Good, good. And you have some you've said some weird stuff happening around your house, above your house and stuff, right?
8: I do. when the drone activity is just off the chart. So I don't know how they're not allowed or they're supposedly illegal at night. Mm-hmm. But uh, we've got five or six at a time that just fly around the property and they're getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. So
4: I've asked you this before. Do you live near an airport or any kind of an air base or anything down
7: there?
8: No, so there's a small private airport that's hardly ever used. And then about uh, 40 miles south of us is the uh, Piedmont Triad International Airport. Mm-hmm. But hmm. I can't imagine that's where they're coming well, from.
4: You see a lot of that stuff around. I saw something the other night and I'm saying, there's no way that's an airplane the way it's acting. You know, I'm just kind of, so it's got to be a drone. But it was big and it didn't make any noise. So, anyway, so Susan. Um, you and I have talked off air uh, a few times, and for some reason, someone came up with this idea that maybe our super fan would want to come up with five questions to ask Mac. Okay, now if this works, meaning if it's hilarious, next week it's gonna, next month it's going to be five questions, one one, then five questions. You know how it goes. If the pit works, we're going to keep it, so okay, this is the this is the pilot program, Susan. Are you ready? Should we? Put I'm s- ready. Put some music behind this, some sad music, some kind of like soap opera music or something. <laughs> I don't know about sad okay all right let's I go i think
6: some jaunty music well we'll be the yeah. judge of that
4: okay all right here we go so this is uh from super susan coppola five at least five questions from mac please
7: just stop the all answer.
8: right question number one mac i've been a fan of your show for years and you always seem to be familiar with so many topics please tell us, what about your upbringing has exposed you to such a broad spectrum of knowledge? Is it mainly due to personal experience? Do you read a lot? Can you explain or elaborate?
4: Nope. Next question. The, 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 drive, no? the, the drive-in in Dorchester. Yeah, just, yeah. The drive-in in Dorchester. Just be an extra head of drive it. Just interested in minutia. that's all, you know. I have a short attention span, so I, I I remember lots of little things. That's the that's the that's the answer. That to works, that. yeah. Well, I mean, there was no upbringing. I was just up, I was brought up like everyone else. That's all, you know.
5: What about your reform school experience? Uh, thank mm. you, club. Yeah, okay. That's
4: what I mean. I was brought up like everyone else.
5: But if now, you were in film school, right? Did, did, uh, I was in film school.
4: Yes, I was in film. Oh. Thank you, switching. Okay, but that was long. I was uh, yeah. That was um, I was already formed by that point. I was already. Sculpted by that point, as it turns out. Please, uh, Susan, five questions for Mac, at least five questions for Mac. Okay,
8: number two. How, where, and when did you acquire such a cool variety of friends with military and other unique backgrounds? That's a great she's, question.
4: She's talking about Coco now. Um,
8: <laughs> I've never even met him. He's never on the show. Yeah, he's
4: never on, on the, the show. show. He's always on. <laughs> um, is
8: just, it my fault? No. <laughs>
0: That's how cool he is. Oh,
4: he'd love to meet you, believe me. He'd be down, he'd be landing his plane on your farm in within a week. Um, just I, a lot of people, a lot of people in my family were in the military. I wasn't in the military. I went to school instead. I mean, I literally went to college to dodge the draft. And um, I would never have gone to college if it wasn't for the draft. So I did that. But um, my father was in the Navy. He was in World War II, and he had a lot of military history books around the house. And even before I could read, I used to just look at the pictures and so on. And then when I was able to read, I would read them and, um, you know, just, I, I, again, like pick up different, uh, you know, bits of information and stuff. And then when I started writing Wingman books, which are military science fiction books, you know, I was able to go out and just uh, meet and uh, know people or get connected with people who know about this stuff. And, um, you know, as the as the books, you know, uh, got more popular, more people would write to me and I would make these connections like... Coco wrote to me during the first Gulf War so that's like 1991 you know uh saying I love your books and it was like a 10-page yellow legal pad letter on both sides telling me all the mistakes I've made in the books there's only like three of them out at the time you know so that's how I met him and then uh you know just that's in a lot of contacts from him and then Wani was in the Navy and uh I've got stuff from him before so and just just like that you know if that's an answer and then and then you find a lot of the stuff online too you know so then he moves next door to some of them <laughs> yeah right i have <laughs> to ask you Anytime it has to do with cars and stuff i have to ask you. so that's the question i see the answer i mean love
8: those uh, time life books do you remember those yeah, that came oh, yeah. out with the pictures? read them all the yep. about the wars yep.
7: that
0: you oh yeah read absolutely they were really good my, my parents bought those oh. There was like two or three of them, and they—they they were huge, coffee table-sized yep, books. Yep.
4: Exactly. Basically,
0: pictures with captions. But they were well. Exactly. Written. Oh my God, these—some of those pictures were, were, were hard to look at too. They yeah. were really up close and personal. Yeah. With yeah. I got the, yeah. Woo, get the light battle scenes. I don't know how these photographers got these shots.
4: Time Life—they were the types at the time. They're amazing. Yep. Yeah, those are really well written too, as it turns out. They were. And I read those over and over again. Those.
0: Please, sh- Susan. There was are like companion books to. Uh, the series of World at War on. TV. Right, exactly.
4: Yep. Susan, number three, ask Mac.
8: All right, Mac. What is your biggest accomplishment from film school? I mean, other than bragging rights.
4: <laughs> wow. Should I mention Bobby's busy day so far? Um, before I went to film school, I went to journalism school, and I, we had to make a. Uh, <clears throat> we were in uh, film class. <clears throat> We had to make a final project, so what we did was, we did a stop action film of uh, Bobby dolls and GI Joes, and it was a porn movie, okay, with these stop action, you know, dolls, right? And uh, so we passed, okay. But uh, yeah, I would say that. And then, and and actually, to get into Emerson, they said, "Can you show us anything you've done?" I had to show them that. It's called Bobby's Busy Day. (laughs) and they they appreciated that it took us you know days and days to do this because we did the like gumbo you know what i mean you move it a little bit and then you take yeah. a picture move it a little bit you know
1: <laughs> yeah w- were there any like uh, under uh, uh themes that were kind of an undercurrent where the the characters might uh express frustration that they don't really have the proper equipment well, to uh, consummate the relationship
4: uh, <laughs> <laughs> you must have had a big breakfast this morning yes switchy because ken doesn't have any equipment as you put it that that was the laugh that was the punchline actually actually we brought in it was uh we brought in a whole bunch of Bobbies as it turns out and um you know and then uh, just for the end we needed an ending so we brought in you know those little troll dolls remember those little troll yes, dolls? Yeah. And they
6: have a little gem yeah. on their yes. button.
4: they come in and they have an orgy with the bodies and you know Ken just sits on <laughs> the corner so does Ray Ooh, they're so you were going for Ray Harryhausen's yeah like that yes <laughs> yeah and it took us as long as the skeleton fight believe yeah. me it took us like five days to make uh probably about a minute minute and a half movie <laughs> so yeah but it got me into film school so no complaints please Nan, Susan please ask Mac the all f-
8: right Mac what old-person things do you do? <laughs> Hello? I can't
4: think of any. No. Go to the gym? Right. I can't think of any, really. Uh, you no. use your hand a lot, don't you? No, no, no. I don't have to be wise-ass. Um,
6: do you eat cream of wheat?
4: Uh, no, no. Uh, I'll think of something.
0: Hey, that used to be my favorite food, cream of uh, wheat with some uh, no cinnamon re-
4: on it. There's no real nutrition in that. I used to eat farina a lot, but there's nothing good in that either. I, I try not a, to do old guy things, as it turns out, you know? I, I really do. I just go out of my way not yeah. to be.
0: No, you don't do any old things. Oh. You know, we hang out together Oh, well, we used to when I was yeah. down in that neck of the woods, but uh, we, we never did any old things.
4: We definitely weren't doing old guy things then, my friend. I can't think of anything that would even closely yeah. resemble you know has to do with uh, Lois Lane, too. Yeah, I'm sure. Keeps me active. Uh, next, please.
8: <laughs> okay, so I believe this is number five. Okay. Uh, what's the best prank you've ever played on anyone? <laughs> He's thinking. thinking about? he a nice smile on his face, yeah. that's for sure. Oh.
1: <laughs> you, you can change the names to protect the innocent. Yeah, it's probably against
8: uh,
4: Raven's father, Lonely Larry. I'm just trying to think which one.
6: Um, oh, God, yeah. He's so easy to mess yeah, with. Yeah,
4: he's easy to mess with. That's It's almost not... I
6: mean, it's all, It's almost a little sad. A lot of sad, there. yes. I say that to him.
4: And usually when I do something, uh, Lois will say, I don't think you should play with Larry anymore.
0: <laughs> Larry, go back in the house. Yeah.
4: Um, can you go on to another question? I will think of something. I will think of something. For sure. I can. Oh, I do know. All right. I, I have one. I have one. Doesn't right. have to do alone me, Larry. So... Might be a little obscure, but one well, as you know, I work at, um, what's the name of the place? Bristol Studios in Boston, sometimes. The recording Studio. And a uh, good friend, Chris Billius, who's been on the show, he's a music producer. And this is kind of a famous place. So, um, and it's a recording studio. They record a lot of bands in Boston, a lot of national bands. So he called me up one day, we had a session, and he said, uh, Can you postpone your session because we have a special person coming in? And, and I said, You know who? And, um... It was uh, Giselle, okay? Giselle. What's her last name? Bunchen? Bunchen. Bunchen? Tom Brady's wife. And she's in there oh. doing a uh, PSA for pollution in Brazil, okay? Because I guess mm. she's from Brazil. And she's doing both in English and Portuguese and stuff.
0: PSA and, meaning public service announcement. Right,
4: yes, right. So um, when she went in, this in their old place, and the studio is up on the top floor of Studio B that he ran – she came in. And of course, there's a lot of people there. And she said, I just want myself and Chris, the producer, to be there. And then everyone had to leave. So he's there with Giselle for about an hour, trying to get her to say, you know, just how they do it, right? Right. <clears throat> and then she thanked them and so on and so forth. And then she has come back the next day. <clears throat> so he calls me up you know, to postpone the, 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 the session. So after that... <laughs> I don't know if I should
7: say this. you so, this one. So, say it. We,
4: me and No Belly Button Man are at my house, right? And we say, and I tell him the story, and I says, I got to do this. We call up, we, we sent a broquet of flowers to the recording studio, and it just said, Chris, we have to talk, Giselle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Wow. Now, the problem is, and we thought long and hard about this, and... It, it it was funny, but it, it, the, the boss and the administrative people down there didn't appreciate it. So, um, you know, he laughed. That's all okay. So that's the it's latest. A bunch of squares. The, yeah, I know. Yeah, you ain't really, kidding. It, There's a whole backstory there, but, but did you write it in Portuguese or in no English? no just English? Yes. I, yeah, I should have wrote it in Portuguese. That was would have been right over so their heads. I screwed up. Okay. All right. So how's that? Susan? That,
0: that works.
8: That's good.
4: Should we go on? Yeah,
8: oh, five. Can I go on?
4: Sure. Let's get another one or two. When I see Raven uh, giving me the cut at the I'll know
0: we've reached the end.
8: <laughs> okay.
0: The knife to the throat. I don't
8: have that many more. I wasn't that prepared. <laughs> that's okay. What would you do first if you were invisible for a day?
0: Hey, that's a good one. That is a good yeah.
8: one.
4: Wow. You never wow. believe that. I would follow my wife to work, I would sit in her classroom all day <laughs> and watch what she does. I would.
6: That's really sweet, though. Well, I'd like imagine you just to hang out with her all day.
4: Mm-hmm. imagine her with no clothes uh-huh. on or something, but...
1: <laughs> then would you make rude noises? Like of course I would. I'd go, what's that?
6: Yes. Start pushing books off the shelf. <laughs> Sounds like uh, yeah, Ghostbuster style, okay. throw them across the room.
4: Yeah, yeah. I'd go to the bank. We saw the Invisible Man the other day, Yeah, man.
6: like, I was thinking I would go to the grocery store and take, like, $300 worth of groceries. Junk food. <laughs> go to
4: the bank. Yeah. Clean it out. Clean it out. Yeah. You have to walk out and the money is visible there.
0: Oh, you stick it in a bag
4: with your name on it and say, hey, I'm here to pick up that bag you people have for me. It just walks across the bag <laughs> No, it's you come from- back
0: when you're visible. Oh, I see you. You know. All right. am moving parts. Mac, ever, ever, ever been someplace or done something where you felt you were invisible?
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to tell Yes. I'll tell you another story. You got a bar someplace? No, or- no. I, yeah, you know the story. We went to <laughs> years and years and years. One of my marriage vows was I couldn't go to strip clubs. And I couldn't play golf. Okay. So, and I said, fine, because I don't do either, really, you know? So, but then, no belly button man, uh, he had a 20th anniversary. And years before, Lois said to me, you can actually bring him to a strip club if you're going to have like a bachelor party for him. So, we never went. So, 20 years later, we go to Tens in Salisbury that one one very well and yeah, very well. it's supposed to be this high class strip club and so we go in i thought I, I hadn't been in there ever so we walk in we sit right at the edge and the um exotic dances are up there and basically what they're doing is they're stopping at everyone around this kind of big island like they do you know when you you put money out and the girls take it to their college education that's how it works as i understand it they yeah. <laughs> the uh the strippers walked right by us, kept going right by us. They wouldn't even look at us. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and
4: we're going, what's the matter with there's us? A put down. We're in wow. freaking Salisbury, for God's sakes, you know? And we're not exactly the Beverly Hillbillies, but yeah, they just ignored us. Remember the night at the psychic dinner at the galley when the psychics ignored us, Warnie? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <That's> yeah. <right. laughs> the same thing. Yeah, so anyway. She just didn't want to tell you oh, something. That's, yeah, that's what no I mean. That's what I thought. She
0: didn't want any part of us. Especially
4: the psychics took one look at us and said, uh, I'll be right back. And then she
0: left. <laughs> right. That's how I remember. There was something she didn't want to go yeah, on went to. On too. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, that was a weird name. I've always asked Eileen about that. She said we had some kind of vibe that, that they didn't like. Well, you yeah. Know.
4: Anyway, please, Susan, please save us with anything. <laughs> Questions for Mac? All
8: right, you ready for this? Yep. If you were a drag performer, what would your drag name be? Wow.
4: That
6: is a great question.
8: to
4: uh, I love that. It's got to be, uh, <laughs> uh, what's the female version of Mac?
6: Maxipad.
4: Maxipad. <laughs> oh yeah, Maxipad.
6: M a k s i e. A couple pad. X's. All one. All one word.
8: Okay.
4: That's it. The beard might be an next, issue. Next question. Oh wow. <laughs> wow, well, we. What is yeah.
8: your most guilty pleasure? And maybe I don't want to know.
4: No. There's there's <laughs> too many. Yeah, too many Ooh. to to mention. You
0: better be honest, because I'm here on the show with you. I know what your guilty pleasures are.
4: I'm, I'm glad I'm
0: not all your st- guilty pleasures. Big mouth.
7: Okay.
4: Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I have no idea. Though, I had Twinkies the other night. I had- yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, Yeah, I know. You
8: know, Twinkies never expire. They never you expire. Know that, right?
0: You know, they, they don't taste like they used to. I used to love Twinkies.
4: I, I have no idea even what they taste like. We are down the comments. So, oh, wow. <laughs> they're, 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 <laughs> of course. There you go. The club is with me. Did it, yeah. Are they Did any good clubs? Club? They, they were delicious. They were delicious. They went uh, They were so smooth and so soft and creamy. It was an yeah. old guy thing, really, eating them soft. The cream well, they go like great bad. with beer, I'll with tell you. With beer. I had them with beers at the end time Yes. Look, I, I, of sub,
1: and I, I know that when we get rid of the waste, they, they, they make Twinkies out of them.
6: That's yeah.
1: oh. <laughs> oh. what
4: well, well, they
7: do. I
1: mean, low uh... level of radiation, but still, that's where it comes from.
4: So we got one
0: more. <laughs> oh, wow. I love Twinkies. Huh? Do, do we like have one more question? Cupcakes. We're going to send you some
4: money. They sell them over there? They sell them? What do they call them over there? Brits? Brits? No one got that joke. Okay, Instead of calling them Twinkies, they call
0: them oh. What's he got? Oh, he's got those cupcakes. What I also love those.
7: Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Wow. Wow, what's is a this club? a setup? For, is he selling hostess products? Uh, yeah, which is a different company than
1: I am. are Serving shot. the best. Didn't <laughs> did save us
4: any. Uh, please, uh, Susan, you have one more before our break.
8: So I do, I have one more, one more here and um, I do want to ask, I don't know if it's up in Massachusetts, but uh, down here in North Carolina, boy, the deep-fried Twinkies mm, at the uh, state them. fairs yep. are all the rage. I've mm. had
4: them down Salisbury Beach. They do that down there. You know, and deep-fried Milky yeah. Ways and Snickin' Oh, <laughs> Yeah, Ooh. once in a lifetime, it's okay.
8: So my last question, I guess I'd like to wrap it up with, what band would you be embarrassed
0: to admit that you listen to mm. Oh
8: That's
0: another
4: good one That is a really good question Kyle Sills. Hey, Hey um, hey <laughs> he he <laughs> um, I'll was. i tell you this I used to be a big fan of the Progressive rock band Yes Okay and yeah, yeah. that was unpopular For some time and I, I, I'll tell you I've dragged Lois to probably five Yes concerts I actually got to know them later on Which kind of ruined mm. the whole thing but that he was, a, I was I was embarrassed to be a Yes fan for a while, because it was it con- considered square, and what bothered her—not bothered her, but what she had to face—is you'd go to a f- house full of people, a b- hall full of people, the Orpheum Theater. She'd be the only girl there. You know, not really a yeah. girl band. You know what I mean? So that's
0: amazing. I, 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 I've been a huge Yes fan, as you know, and their their derivations, their you know subgroups. Mm-hmm. Was it the uh, AWS? Was that what it was, yeah, uh,
4: yeah. They've done a, they've all, all different lineups and stuff, and they're great musicians. That's why I like them. But there was just so much <clears throat> kind of drama to it.
0: And I was a roadie for a Yes show, but they were called Anderson, Bruford, Wakeman, and right, Howe.
4: Yeah. All kinds of
0: stuff we, like that. Legal yeah. stuff. Yeah,
6: that, that's an intense name. I, I see why yeah. they, I they changed
4: it to Yes. Yeah, Easy. some some uh, <laughs> change of that. Well, yeah.
0: those four fellows didn't own the name. Yes, but and they were there the band. Kind of a split in the group, so but then the band yeah. got yeah. together musicians. and
4: there were twelve of them and you know, but there there were times, especially the first two albums, uh just you know, you, you can't beat them, you know. They're uh, they were just really good musicians. They got popular and then they kinda lost it. So which happens a lot. So it didn't stop them, but they they never were as uh progressive and kind of experimental as they were those first two albums were great. So I got hooked in and it took me a while to get over it.
0: I'm always eagerly anticipating this, the next solo album of John Anderson and I anticipate it, when I'm on the precipice of the Tobin Bridge.
4: As mm. like soon as I press
0: play. <laughs> See you later.
4: I'm getting the sign from Raven. So, uh, how, how's that, Susan? Okay. That did, was good. I mean did I, fulfill I, all your,
8: I uh, no. stood up to your expectations. Okay. I sure. thought this through and uh, I came up with a couple of uh, jokes but I'm okay. um, not sure how well you'll okay. take
4: them. No, so. we'll uh, put in some fake laughter. We'll sweeten them up just for you, okay? <laughs> you
8: might not want to. That's okay. All right. So well, I was you- reading a magazine the other day, yes. and it had a little cartoon joke that made me think of you, oh, Yes. The father was talking with his son, and the son looked up at his dad and said, Dad, how do you win the Super Bowl without cheating? The dad shrugged his shoulders and looked down at his son and replied, "I don't know, son. After all, we are patriots fans."
7: Oh.
8: I don't know a lot
6: about sports,
4: yeah. but I do know that joke. Can I, Uncle yeah. Al, will you take this <laughs> knife out of my that back, please? That was you that know, was pretty hard. A couple of twists on it. Wow. <laughs> I know he
8: loves the Patriots, so I just thought I'd slip that in there. That was just That's, slip it in there. Was about right? It yeah. to oh, pull it out.
4: <laughs> All right. Well, you know, we, we they were talking about transitioning. Yeah, they were great for a while, and they're gonna blow, uh, suck for a while, and then they'll <laughs> hopefully they'll get great again. We don't care because the Bruins and the Celtics are number one and both number one in the NHL and NBA, so we can get over it. Okay, so yeah, the, Patriots, the Patriots will well. be good again. It's going to take a while. <laughs>
8: though. It's kind of
0: easing the pain.
4: Yeah, it's easing the pain. Is exactly. that exactly so?
8: All right. So the last one I'll sneak in here also will be a Patriots joke. How oh. did the Patriots spend their first week of training camp?
4: It's on the golf course. Where else?
8: Studying <laughs> their Miranda rights.
4: Oh.
8: oh
7: boy! Oh boy! That's, okay. yeah, that's good. Oh. Why don't we
4: clap for that one? I God. like that so much. I think that deserves. It. That's I think we should deep.
7: applaud for all of our questions. Oh, These yeah. are great. <laughs>
6: that's
0: very good. Well done. Why Congrats. don't we?
4: Leave, why don't we leave them laughing and we'll go to a commercial now? You're listening to MacMonnies Mill Tracks <laughs> Now Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. Please stay tuned. We'll be right back after this. Welcome back, everyone, to MacMonnies Mill Tracks Now Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Maloney. Hey, listen. We just came out of top ten reasons why Juan Juan would be a good king of England. And then super fan Susan read top ten questions from Mac. We're still friends. And she had told me earlier that one of her desires, she's asked me for my desires, remember that? Yes. Was to have the black-eyed kid have his voice on her answering machine. And so, therefore, here's the black-eyed kid (laughs) dropping in on us to fulfill... (laughs) He's in disguise, Susan. Hey, Don, uh, he is.
8: Kid, how I you doing? I have tell you my favorite black-eyed kid joke, and I laugh every time I hear it. Go ahead. Tell it's us. When he says, uh, Raven, does this rag smell like chloroform? <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> the rags always classic. smell like
7: chloroform. Kid, you want to want to defend yourself, kid? <laughs> <was> so funny.
4: <laughs> kid, how you doing?
7: I'm doing great. Rocking in a room. Mm-hmm.
4: You got that electronic yes. background up there. I
7: mean, I know already,
10: but i just curious
4: if you want to go for pleasantries. Did you, did you hear that, Al? Sure, sure. I can't see. I don't know. So, uh, kid, you have a big, big fan here in Susan. She lives down in North Carolina, but don't hold that against her because she used to be from the greater Boston area. So we yeah. want to bring you as a surprise guest. Thanks for joining us in your busy schedule, I'm sure, right?
10: Uh oh, yes, I'm going house to house tonight, but I don't want to talk too much about it.
4: It's not <laughs> Halloween. Listen.
8: It's Halloween every day for me, baby. So, yeah.
4: so Susan, what would you like him to say on your answer machine?
8: Oh, I hadn't thought it through that far. Oh. I wasn't sure I would be successful with that. Okay. Wish.
4: Well. How about hi? This isn't Susan, it's the black eyed kid. She can't come to the phone now. She's, she's a little she's tied
7: busy.
4: up. Okay, go ahead. You, you think went up, kid. Maybe we'll use it. Go ahead.
10: Hi, Susan can't come to the phone right now. She's very preoccupied. That's why, but you might want to leave a long message
7: and call her friends. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
4: Yeah. Right. That'd be great. I'm really laughing in the middle of that. We'll see if we can bump that up, and uh, we'll send it to Susan. Thanks very much. Thank you, kid. Everything, but stay with this kid. Everything okay with you?
8: Everything's great.
4: Really? Now, now the kid's a big Patriots fan. You can pick on him.
7: That's right. Keep power, baby.
4: <laughs> he wasn't.
6: Prepared you stalk the Patriots too? Um. Is it being recorded? Because if it is, then no. No, he's not. It's only a radio show, so. Yeah, no one listens to We don't, we don't, watch watch, don't. record.
4: Oh, then yes. Listen, Susan, I'm glad that uh, the kid had time to drop in on Susan, and uh, he's going to be the voice on the Harry Answer Machine. And it's funny now, but it's evidence later, I'm sure. Kid, thank you. I, I just him. want to
1: know if the black eyed kid blows up their balls. He's the one responsible. Does he blows oh, up.
4: What do
7: the
6: you
1: say? flight <laughs> gate. Sh- wow. <laughs>
4: Switchy's on fire. What? The? Listen.
6: He is fresh tonight. <laughs> yeah,
7: wow.
4: Why don't listen? While we're all here, why don't we just ask Switch what the hell he had for breakfast? It sounds like a couple of bourbons and a Montoniato. Switchy. <laughs> and Switchy he's yeah,
1: a... good
6: breakfast. No, okay. they would have
1: worn off by now. Oh, really? Okay. So, real quick, what you have for breakfast? I went. I made the pilgrimage, uh, just a, a little ways up the street to yes. Tudor's Biscuit World. B- oh, the, okay, we put them 62. on the map, this is baby. The, yep. This is the same route that the Scarberries and the Mallets were chased by the Mothman, cool. November 15th, 1966.
4: Even better. Go ahead.
1: I had the super breakfast with, uh, you get, uh, I got eggs over easy, a bunch of bacon, um, uh, uh, what do they call them? Home fries, uh, diced potatoes or whatever, with a, a bowl a, a bowl of gravy on the side, a smeared bowl. the potatoes with gravy, bowl. and I had a biscuit.
4: You, you had the biscuit. And okay, so
1: you had the, the biscuit. I had oh, biscuit. You had the whole thing—biscuit or toast? Wow, wow! I know. I get the biscuit.
0: Awesome. Okay, cool. What'd you have for lunch. Well, last week I had the menu up on in front yes. of me, and I'm going. You got to get the breakfast. I listened
4: breakfast. to that show again. All I wanted was the soup breakfast there. Yeah. How much, Switchy? Eight bucks.
1: About eight bucks. Yep.
4: Yep. How much you leave a fin?
1: I, I can't leave a tip. They don't. Oh, have that's a tip right. Cup they don't, there. don't allow tipping at you know, this. You go place. up, you get your tray, and
4: uh, yeah. Wow. We okay. Now, once again, I'm hungry. So why don't we do this? Hey, uh, Black Eyed Kid, thanks for joining us. Everything okay with you? Everything's great. Yeah? You got your door bun door tonight? Door. You oh. got a bun on tonight? Where's your bun? Let's see the bun. Just, for, just a one. Wow. He looks oh, like a samurai. Little bun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Little bun. Oh, he's a little kid. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> Black Eyed Kid. And uh, why don't we really go to a commercial break now? And we'll be right back after this. You're listening to Mac Money's tracks on the show here on The Distant Thunder. Radio Network, please stay tuned. Imagine if there was a super secret
3: satellite in outer space that could read your thoughts and alter your reality. Imagine if the U.S. government had no knowledge that this satellite even existed. Now imagine if such a powerful weapon fell into the wrong hands. In the latest adventure of Mac Maloney's best-selling detective series, codenamed Starman, Lieutenant Chris Starr of the Navy's X-Files team is given his strangest case yet. Track down the ghost of a rogue Navy SEAL who holds the secret to... The God Satellite. Once again, teamed with beautiful Irish detective Mara McCann, Starr finds himself looking for clues from the streets of Rome to a mysterious snow-covered mountain in Arizona to Africa's forbidding skeleton ghost. And finally, in outer space itself... But it's only when he realizes a secret vision in the desert points right back to where the case started. Does Star finally learn what the God Satellite is really about? That's the God Satellite, codenamed Starman, book number three by Mac Maloney, on sale on Amazon and in bookstores everywhere. And listen to Mac's show to learn how you can win a free copy.
9: UFOs are found in Renaissance art, on ancient coins and etched on cave walls. They are even reported in the Bible. But more surprising is when UFOs are seen the most in times of war. Through centuries, thousands of UFO sightings have been made by high-ranking officials, military pilots, and ordinary soldiers. Often, these fantastic appearances occur at the height of great battles. From World War I to D-Day to Korea, Vietnam, and beyond, military investigators are baffled. Why do UFO sightings spike so drastically during wartime? Could it be mistaken aircraft? Or is someone, or something, looking in on us? In UFOs in Wartime, what they didn't want you to know, Mac Maloney chronicles centuries of these incredible sightings and tries to solve the puzzle of why so many UFOs are seen while humanity is at war. Read about the scare ships, the ghost planes, and the ghost rockets, alien giants in the jungles of Vietnam, UFOs controlling our ICBM bases, dogfights with flying saucers during the Gulf War, and more. 300 pages of unbelievable stories, along with many startling photographs. That's UFOs in Wartime, What They Didn't Want You to Know, by Mac Maloney. On sale at your local bookstore or on Amazon.com. The tooth? You want the tooth? You
2: can't handle the tooth.
0: Ireland.
1: Here
0: we go.
4: Wow. Welcome back, everyone, to Macamoni's Most Tracks on Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Mac- and we're only one What a show we have for you tonight, very quickly. He's here, girls. Very famous one one
0: Hello, everybody. Hello, girls. Mac. Fun show so far.
4: I'm thinking of a different intro for you because we go through the Kleenex and the Ouija and the,
0: the lube and stuff. And the wipes and uh, the yeah. wipes
4: in, in there. Should I just say, yeah, the guy who went to a uh, a gay pride parade to meet yeah, chicks.
0: I did. <laughs> I've
4: got pictures. Did that say it all? That works. Okay. He's got did pictures. You bring
8: a rainbow flag? And he's
4: got pictures. Of course he
0: did. I don't have a rainbow flag, but I do have some. I think I have some memorabilia kicking around. I, I hooked insane. up with a few friends and my daughter in Portsmouth, and mm-hmm. I was in the parade. Oh.
7: <laughs>
1: whole parade from, from, Only you. from
0: staging to the tent at the end. Wow.
1: I, I accidentally went to a gay restaurant when I was in the Navy.
0: Oh, really?
4: Yeah? yeah. What happened? It was
1: just the restaurant right off. I was in San Diego. I didn't have a car, just, so I just walked over to it. Yeah. And it uh, looked like a normal restaurant, and it was pretty normal, but I noticed there were just a lot of uh, dudes there uh, <laughs> sitting with each other. A lot of the sailors? Yep. Yeah, okay, wow. How long did you stay? Uh, next... I had my meal, and, uh, you know, they were, <laughs> okay. the guy I'm... was very polite, should come back anytime.
4: That's good? Okay. Yep. All right, Switchy. Well, a little piece of switchy's life there for his military service. So... Yeah. Anyway, so let me uh, continue with the uh, introductions. No cocoa tonight, but switch. A national correspondent down there in uh, I don't know, Flat Tire, West Virginia. West
1: by God, Virginia.
4: Virginia. Oh, yeah, okay. That's it. That's on the license plate. Switchy, how Go. you doing?
1: Everything okay? okay
4: everything's good. Okay. Right. Beyond and, wonderful. Today you had that big breakfast, right? The big one. Yes. Just one more time, just for us. Say it again, slowly.
1: Okay. It was the super breakfast oh, yeah. with. Oh, I, I left out a, a key ingredient. Awesome. Uh, it comes with, uh, I had eggs over easy. Yes, bacon. Right. You can have sausage if you want. I had uh, uh, d- uh, diced potatoes, home fries, whatever you want to call yep, them. Yep, yep. And w- with a, a side thing, a gravy, you can smear on it <sighs> if you want. But it also comes with uh, a, like a sliced apple. Well, I'm not big on apples. So I said, hold the apple. And help. I said, you want an extra egg? And I said, sure. So <laughs> sure. I had three eggs. Bacon, yeah, three eggs. Uh, uh, diced potatoes with gravy yep, and yep. black coffee. Yeah. Wow. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, baby. Hmm. That's a lot that's of food. The, ask, ask me what I had for lunch. Which half a lunch? lunch. <laughs> uh, that was it. I, that was, was it. Yeah. It was, yeah. was, was late enough in the morning and filling enough that that took care of two meals. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's good.
5: Yeah. thought I, you might have you. had some Pepto-Bismol. I was going
4: to an alka sauce for something.
1: No. No. Yeah. Uh, no. Okay. Stomach holds up pretty good.
5: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know,
4: uh, I'd love that kind of food, man. I'd, I'd I'd, go to a diner way before I'd go to some, you know, classic that's restaurant. That's what I
0: liked about Farmer's Kitchen. And yeah, it's just, I just you know, love I'm that food. I'm still searching for that place that's uh, similar to Farmer's You're Kitchen. You're not going to find it over there, and and, the,
4: the food
1: is awful. And, and, and I ate late, man. I was I'll hungry,
0: man.
4: That
1: tasted good.
4: So, wow, switchy. Okay. So if you, are, are you making friends with the waitress? Is...
1: Uh, they they kind of know me. Do know? they really? Yeah? Okay.
4: All right. Did they mention your hair, how it's flowing? Uh, no,
1: no, I, I, I drop hints every once in a while. You know, I do, do make really? gestures like this, but do nobody's you really? picked up on it.
4: No, you don't even, you never know. You never know how girls are. Anyway, listen, speaking of your hair, Club is here, our security chief,
5: Clubby. Mac, yes. everyone, great to be here tonight. Mm-hmm. Sounds play, like Club. we've got a good show going so far. Yes,
4: yes, mm-hmm. right. Everything yeah. good with
0: you? Yep, we're lifting up our skirts everywhere and airing our dirty laundry. Well, well hang on, speak
5: on a for second. yourself. My skirts long. stay down. <laughs> yeah, everything's going great with me. i, I got no complaints. Okay.
4: Uh, the next two people, they introduce you, Al? Uh, Al. No, Al, UFO mechanic here in the studio with us. Hello, hello, Mac. Hello, everyone. Literally the getaway driver. Right. We all have our place. Al is joining us you got to uh,
0: practice being a getaway driver because you get away from those bees every once in a while. There you right? go. There you well, go, exactly. It's, it's
4: the burning cars you got to get away from. But well, we have to. <laughs> it's another show. <laughs> we have to give away some of your honey there, dude. I, we have to come up at a contest to give away because he has the best honey in the world. I mean, you really do have something on there. And, that, you know, what do I care But It has this really kind of sweet, clovey does. Uh, taste to it, and it's just really, really good. So, anyway, we'll come up with a contest. But, listen... Uh, we're uh, nice to, uh, I guess, with us. Uh, they might have skirts on. Wow, that was a long road for that. Long, long road. Raven is with us. Raven, how are you doing? Raven. Oh, I'm my with...
6: God. Hi. I'm doing really good. I'm not wearing a skirt. I'm wearing jeans. But I'm, you know.
0: What's on the sweatshirt you're wearing? So that's the next best thing.
6: Oh, I'm wearing a social distortion T-shirt.
9: Oh,
4: oh wow. Okay. okay. What, are the they a Are they a band? Yeah. Oh, yeah. they're uh, really huh? Part of them. A folk band folk, like Dylan folk
0: band <laughs> no oh, <laughs> also with us
4: probably hanging around longer than she thought she ever would be is a super you know,
0: fan 90s alternative the 90s alternative uh, rock radio stations I mean you know Capola. Like Nirvana wasn't alternative. I mean really alternative? Well, stuff. they're mainstream. The alternative. If you know what I mean? They became mainstream, just like Pearl Jam. And, you know. Yeah, I yeah. You
4: know. Pearl
7: s- Pearl
4: yeah Pearl they yeah, they have some good. T- the thing about Pearl Jam is that they, th- those guys could really play. That's yeah, they weren't they faking on like all those other freaky.
0: McCready was awesome. Seattle fans. Uh, Susan, I love the Temple of the Dog. That was one of my favorite bands. it
4: yeah. could be really, really loaded though to get into that. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's. Oh yeah,
9: Susan. <laughs> The
4: but drugs a, were good back then. Super fan, Susan Capola is with us. Susan, how are you doing?
8: I'm doing great. Thank you so much. How are you doing?
4: Do you really want to know? You've been with I us. <laughs> You've been with us for an hour. You can tell. So anyway, <laughs> well, thanks for joining us. We really appreciate it, super fan. And you came up with five, uh, 10 questions for Max. Now, I'm going to say um, maybe your next victim next month, we'll talk about it off there. Let's see. It would be really interesting. 10 questions for a club would be interesting. I think Club
7: Okay
4: Okay Because he looks innocent there. Look at him Okay He's like the adult In the room But La <laughs> not, not so much We'll have to ask him he's, like like he's the, 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 the,
1: he's the, the veteran
0: Yeah He's the veteran teacher That keeps us all in line it'll, Right He'll just as quickly Pull out that ruler And he's, whack a few knuckles He's doing he's a great job My to
4: listen Oh Okay So anyway, uh, so uh, Raven is here and Susan is here. So why don't we do this? Why don't we go to Club, the aforementioned Club? So uh, Club is somebody who believes now. And uh, the more I listen to him, the more I'm kind of getting around to his point of view. Here's the idea. Club, correct me if I'm wrong. This whole idea that the uh, government is now looking into UFOs. And being very, you know, being public about it, more public about it than they ever have been, but really going nowhere, put out these reports that uh, are just like, um, you know, vanilla and really don't tell anybody anything. We still don't know what they are, is basically what they say. You think that it may be a cover for what's really a problem for us coming is an asteroid, right?
5: Mac, I do. I really do.
4: Reporting the latest
3: in the U.S. military's new investigation into UFOs and what they still aren't telling you. It's time for The Club Report.
5: You know, right now, you know, and you've heard me talk about this, but, you know, the government keeps coming out with these things all of a sudden trying to tell us they're making some kind of uh, discoveries when it comes to UAPs, UFOs, and it, they just keep throwing out the same old stuff. And uh, I believe a lot of that is, like you say, it's to really to keep our attention off a much bigger subject than, than i found. And as you know from uh, earlier reports that, um, you know, right now my focus uh, goes to uh, sort of what we call uh, our concerns are concerns that we should have as far as what's the greatest external threat to, uh, to the Earth today. To the planet. You know, done a lot of research on it, and as I've said in the past, it's either going to be aliens, UFOs, you know, other life forms out there, or asteroids. And I've determined that the answer to that right now is asteroids. It's happened before. And the reason is quite obvious. Mm. Uh, number one, I don't know if anyone can talk about any threats they know of from UFOs or UAPs. Even though the government, you know, we have these TikTok videos and all that, but yep. there's nothing there. Nobody's been injured. There's no threats. There never has been. Oh, right. No, and it's quite obvious. Just ask the dinosaurs. That you know, the uh, the whole era of asteroids and comets. Yep. are for real.
7: Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's happened before so, for sure.
5: You know. So because of that, I really uh, am putting a lot of emphasis on that. But, of course, we know there's. Uh, external uh, threats that are probably even greater, be it you know the whole issue with climate change or whether or not or the world's gonna go to war. Right. And, and I firmly believe in that case, that's one of the reasons we don't see other people here, for, um, well other beings, because they're just sitting up there looking down saying, Let's just let the earth screw itself up, and we'll get on later. We don't even have to work up a sweat. <laughs> well, but anyways,
4: they, they won't have to, as it turns out, no. when uh, when the no, UN. I, that's
5: why I don't see if there. You know, I I do believe that there are uh, obviously other life forms out there, but yes. I don't see them as a threat. And if they are, they're just sitting back, letting us go ahead and make life easy for them when they want to come down. So, anyways, let me just give you an update this week on what's going on as far as asteroids and, and what the government's doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a couple of weeks ago, NASA reported that uh, its new uh, NEO surveyor, and NEO is an acronym, Near Earth Object, uh, it's a uh, space telescope mm-hmm. similar to the uh, same idea as you know the web and, yep. and the other uh, telescopes out there, except this is, is quite a bit different. It's, it's not in operation yet. Um, What they did, they've had a couple of big tests on it recently, Mm -hmm. and it's passed the key milestones. And as a result, they tell us now that it's now approved for its first mission uh, no later than uh, June of 2028. Okay. Now, this NEO surveyor, as it's called, it's an infrared space telescope. It's designed to help advance NASA's planetary defense efforts by expediting our ability to discover and characterize at least 90% of the potentially hazardous asteroids and comets See. coming within 30 million miles of Earth's orbit. All right. And uh, just so you'll know, that 90% figure is, is something that Congress yep. way back had gone to uh, the DOD and NASA and said... You've got to go out there and find 90% of these, and we'll give you 10 years to do it. Well, they're way behind, but, anyways, now that they've gone out there, this this um, new telescope right now has a cost of approximately 1.2 billion. Oh, so this is serious stuff. So, yeah. you know, if we think that the issue of asteroids, we're talking about, it is boring, mm. let me tell you, it's not. And you don't want it to be we exciting. Learn, you know, the more use. You- Yes, to realize that there's something to it. Well, plus uh, With all the emphasis they're doing, and every week now you can go on the NASA's website. They talk about things regarding near misses and all that stuff. So but, but I'll it's ask you this: as if they're getting us well, they're ready you know, for it, right? Prepared. We,
4: yep. We've talked about that before, but I'll ask you this question again. Then, yep. you know, would they keep it from us if if they knew well, one was going to hit in thirty in in 2032?
5: Would they keep it from us? Well, it's it's. I'll give you the same answer they they tell us about if a UFO had landed. You know, they tell us. I I personally uh, don't think that they want to do that. I think that they'd be worried about, you know, about a panic. The same thing that Calm they me. would do if all of a sudden we disclose that you know there's aliens living in the, you know, in New York City or something and okay. going to take over. So, yeah, I, Mac, I think that uh, personally that they're trying to grab. Disclosed to us that there's some significant concerns they have about a potential uh, asteroid hit uh, during our lifetime. Mm. You know, as of uh, 2022 year end, over 30,000 near Earth asteroids uh, are known. So there's over 30,000 yeah, there right near Earth. Yep, there's, uh, there's millions uh, of them out there. Oh, yeah, and two of which, 2,000 of which, are both sufficiently large. And may come close to Earth to be classified as potentially hazardous objects. Those are PHODs if you want to know the answer. Well, actual.
4: cool name for a band. But but we do have that thing and I know it's it's just in its infancy, but that DOT project where they launched a missile. It took two years to get there. Yep. Where they did I introduce everyone? I didn't. Yes. So where they yes I did. So where they put up they, they hit one small asteroid. You know, with this rocket, and it did knock it off course. The, the idea is that you can't blow these things up in, like, in Armageddon, because that just makes a million little asteroids to hit the Earth. Plus, there's that movie that's called "Don't Look Up." Did you yeah. see that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. it was cool. It wasn't really okay. Al says we could... did anyone else... it was yeah, good. Okay. I didn't dig it. Yeah, I didn't mean, dig it that much it. either. Yeah, I thought. Well, it was a little... the
5: problem with that is Mac, as you know, this is ten years away before they're able to really Reliefance, expect to yeah. have a, another. Flight like that that goes up there, you know. That now that was what the size of a refrigerator, right? It was and small it scale. It did do a little bit there, it knocked a lot of uh, gravel off the uh, the moon and all that. But it did, it asteroid. did, it
4: did what they wanted. But it was a very, very small scale experiment yeah. on a very small asteroid. You know,
5: In, so. And the whole thing now is the telescope, at least, is going to give them uh, a lot of information about things that may be coming our uh-huh. way. Uh, the problem. Is, there's still a lot of items that come in below the radar you know yep. just like we talk about your plane can fly below the radar yep. and uh, so that's that's one of the things that concerns them now and i guess this thing is going to have that capability to try to catch things below the radar so anyways mm-hmm. uh, that's why I'm, I'm making a big deal out of this and because it, they're feeding us information it's very easy to see updates all the time now yes and this is relatively new but this, this major thing with the, the new telescope, the surveyor, that, that's something that uh, we ought to be concerned about. At least they're finally taking action. But, you know, finally, I just wanted to, to give you just a, another piece of information. Go ahead. We've already had our first asteroid to buzz the Earth in 2023. Really? And, in fact, it came closer than many satellites. Really? Okay, and that was only uh, two weeks ago. But, again, they say no need to panic because uh, it was small. But, again, <laughs> okay. these are things that they're not catching yes. uh, long beforehand. Yeah, they don't. I mean, though, of you course, know. there's nothing they can do about it anyways. But, right, uh, right. But th- but I just wanted to mention that this, uh, this past the, uh, the Earth, like I say, uh, oh, was uh, larger than most uh, satellites uh, Oh, it's closer than most of the Earth's satellites, mm, yeah, but really? it's small. But it's small, So that yeah. if it hit the Earth, if it came toward the Earth, it would, it would explode or break up before it got in there. Yep. But again, it just shows you there's so much going on now with, with NASA uh, as far as the monitoring yep. and trying to get things done. So uh, were also it, uh, it just nonstop the information that's coming out.
4: They're also investigating UFOs for the first time ever you know yeah. and I know it's and, a very and again, they're,
5: they're trying to distract us
4: vanilla uh, wow well, you know? well uh I mean it, that seems like dr doom stuff and uh the way things are going i I tend to believe something weird like that is going on when I was talking to someone today and when um you know usually like the u n met like two or three months ago in New York, and everyone comes i I think they do it every four years okay, and <clears throat> they um they usually have like a program or a reason, and it's usually like end world hunger. You know what I mean? Stop war, like stuff like that. You know, and it's just it's a good it's it's, it's an excuse for these guys. Just say to, no. Just say no, right? Yeah, come to New York for two weeks and party, and nothing ever. Come
6: changes. on, screw those nerds! Don't
0: Do say win. no.
4: You know what the You know what the topic was this year?
0: Um, complete hemorrhoids, not asteroids. No, Almost. <laughs>
4: I want one. Everyone with the material tonight. It was um, Complete World Dysfunction. <laughs> Can you think of a better name for a band? By- I
0: feel I feel sad for the uh, younger generations, really, really do. Why? That growing up in this chaos, you're talking left, about, right, center.
4: You're talking about Raven and Susan. That's a watch.
7: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, actually.
5: LOL. <laughs>
0: Huh? Actually, L O L. Well, we didn't grow up right.
5: in that great of a world either, you know. Uh, well, I,
0: I know we did yes.
5: but it's a little crazy. It, every, it seemed quite as. Every it was More localized
0: calamities yeah. than it is
5: now. Well, I, I disagree. But anyways, it's, you're, uh, like. you're uh, right. Every generation has had uh, a lot to deal with. Right.
4: It's it's always yeah. every generation thinks it's the best of times and the worst of times. That's yeah. it. it yeah. Always is right. Like, and it is like that in a way, you know. I mean, I feel like
6: the generation now is truly the worst of.
4: So. It's 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 the more yeah. the weird thing is is that it's more interconnected now and they thought when everyone could talk to everyone else that it'd be nice but everyone hates each other. I it's mean that's so still
6: isolating. Still, that's yep. the
4: yeah, it's isolating more right. than like, anything
6: else. Like you hear the phrase like children of the internet.
7: Mm, that, yeah, oh yeah. Like oh.
6: I I'm, I'm an elder uh I'm I'm a geriatric millennial as they call it. <laughs> mm, so
7: like ahead. I
6: didn't grow up with the internet. Yeah, yeah okay. I had like paint on my dad's computer so i would use that but there was no internet so it was like Only i knew how to interact with people yep kids growing up now like they're not like learning how to like face to face people be with yep. people yep. and it almost right. does seem like a distraction you know yep. like they're 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 just starting to talk about all this stuff and it's like okay well why now yep I, it's yeah, just yeah. It's, well, such it's, a, it's, it's such a it's such a tightrope that you walk.
4: Right. It, what, what what started a lot of it is not started it, but what really really uh, didn't do anybody any good is the pandemic year when kids are on Zoom. And you know when you go to school, they fool you. The first five years, from one through five, you're not there to learn anything. You're out there just to sit in class, learn to get along with people, hopefully develop your social skills, and so on. I mean. It's not worth anything till you really get to middle school and then to high school. You that's, have to really
5: learn stuff. That's the truth. Yep. Okay. You know, this generation is the best informed. It's the yep. best informed. And the yeah. least interested. Yes. There's in too really much what's information going on in the important parts of this world. <laughs> and I tell my grandkids, I said, you know, we're leaving it for you. Whether it's a mess or not, you uh, got to get off your ass and do something. Like you know, during Vietnam, they had all the demonstrations. They yeah, had yeah. the civil rights. That's marches. not going to happen. Today, there isn't that activism. I mean, even in climate issues, you know, you get small groups, but you're not getting the amount of interest that you should have. There's just the lack of interest in the, uh, the the entire to me, it does, anyways. And I hate to give them a bummer app, no, but you know, they have to face it at some
4: point. But the the entire seaport in Boston was flooded from this storm. Do you see those pictures? Mm -hmm. Like all these restaurants and stuff, yeah, flooded down near the, um, down at the seaport. And it, you, yep. you'd have storms before, but not like this, you know. I mean, it's definitely changing. But but but, like I listen to, but what am I gonna do? You know what I mean? What 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 can you do? It's not something that individuals can do. It it's these companies that are just polluting the hell out of the atmosphere mm-hmm. because it's cheaper than to come up with stuff that doesn't. Simple as yep. that.
5: So.
0: Next. Well, I look at it like
5: All we, we can do is leave it as much as as good as we can. Do the best we and can. Depend on them to uh, yeah. to do what they have to do, yeah. and uh, you know if which, it doesn't, work, which they
6: won't. You know, and I can go on a tangent, but I'm not going to. Why not? But I agree with Club. You know, we you kind of just have to leave it better. Yeah. As best as that is.
4: Susan, you want to weigh in here, please? Susan, super fan. Susan Kapoor. So
8: I've always been uh, concerned and kind of haunted by the thought of like EMPs that can naturally occur from yep. the solar flares. Yes. And mm-hmm. it's true. it wasn't that long ago that they didn't even uh, announce to the world that one came like the closest to the Earth that it's ever come. Yes. And yes. And if that hits us, then I mean, all of our. They're they're against all those Faraday cages and apparently the only place that's prepared for that I think is Israel, and <laughs> stuff like that scares me. What if we lost power and and you know you would lose all your power grids and what like happened? That, that's naturally occurring a solar flare.
4: It's funny we were reading, right. we read about this the other day. One happened in 1880. Okay, 1880. This is just uh, telegraphs were around. Very few phones, but there were some phones. Rich people had phones, okay? And that was it, electronics-wise. And we were hit, and for one day, it knocked everything out. It knocked everything out. It knocked a lot of telegraph um, central points out, and uh, telephones. all, All people could hear is a buzz on the phone, okay, for like about almost two days. And um, and it turns out that's what it was. And and people who have studied it, they didn't know what it was for years and years and years. And then they figured out, oh, that's what happened. If it happened now, boom, so many things would shut
5: down. I don't think we could come back. Maybe everything could turn. We stuff are so back.
0: vulnerable. It's ridiculous.
5: Well, our enemies, remember, and if you read, they've Hold developed, on. you know, systems that they can come right over and just close down the grid. I'm sure we've got the same kind of weapons. But they, they have developed weapons that can just go in there and do like, you know, with the with sunspots. Same idea. Just come down and they'll blow up the – except you'll never be able to restore the the grid yep. because it's uh, it's so archaic and in the way it's set up. The good news is, and there is some, that when it comes to the electric grid, they're doing a lot now with the uh, individual areas and particularly with um, – you know, solar and all that to try to bring this grid into a more localized grid. And so that may help. But right now, I mean, if we go to war, you know, if it gets bad, instead of dropping a nuclear weapon, uh, we can now, along with our enemies, just go in and uh, drop something on the, on the, uh, uh, on the, all of the electrical grid. In, you don't have to. You don't have to do anything with nuclear weapons. That'll finish you off. Right? You yeah. Imagine? That's the last. Yeah. That's so the like messy part. It has gone. Hey, listen, guys. Want
8: start Yep. We're,
5: we're going to take a quick break now because
4: I guess is it's in the waiting to be
5: room. so da- much of a downer today. Yeah,
0: that's now, okay. Now I get anxiety. So here we go. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs>
5: <laughs> you're not a downer. Wow. Next, uh,
4: you're not a dama. Why don't we take a commercial break now, and we'll be right back after this. You're listening to Mac Mulony's Military Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. We'll be right back after this. There's a monster in Tokyo Bay, hundreds of feet tall and breathing fire. It's able to destroy whole
3: cities, sink entire battle fleets, and knock swarms of jet fighters from the sky. But there's another even more dangerous resident of the Bay. A secretive psychopath intent on covering the planet with nuclear-armed booby traps unless the world's population bends to their demands. Meanwhile, a mysterious group of reborn medieval warriors has taken to the air. Strange signals are being picked up from outer space, and witnesses report seeing hundreds of ghost planes flying in the night skies over Tokyo. Sailing off the coast of Japan aboard the United American Navy's mega-aircraft carrier, the USS USA, it's Hawk Hunter, the wingman. He must investigate these unusual occurrences while trying to thwart the criminal's epileptic plan. But will his actions save the planet or lead to World War IV? Find out in Mac Maloney's exciting new novel, The Jericho Storm. Filled with dozens of dogfights, sea battles, and brutal hand-to-hand combat, The Jericho Storm is book 21 in Mac's best-selling Wingman series. Team up with Hawk's longtime allies, as well as a few new ones, including Fire Pilot's Switchblade, Steve Ward, and Jocko Johnson. That's Wingman 21, The Jericho Storm. On sale now at your local bookstore and on Amazon. Imagine you knew what was going to happen two seconds before it happened. Imagine you live with the world's most beautiful supermodel. Imagine you drove a jaguar with machine guns behind the headlights. Well, it's time to stop dreaming and start reading about Navy Lieutenant Chris Starr, hero of Mac Maloney's new best-selling paranormal detective series, Codenamed Starman. Who murdered the most beautiful tea girl in San Diego? Who's bombarding a small Massachusetts town with heavy artillery on Christmas Eve? Who's causing the mass murder of terrorists in the jungles of Africa? These are the cases Lt. Chris Starr must solve in The Kalashnikov Kiss, the first book in Mac's exciting new series, codenamed Starman. Follow the Starman as he uses his psychic abilities to crack cases the U.S. Navy has declared too unusual. Find out why the Pentagon calls him the X-Files guy, and what is the wormhole anyway? To find out, get your own tomato can and be ready for action, strange adventures, paranormal activity, and lots of cover models. In Codename Starman, The Kalashnikov Kiss by Mac Maloney. On sale now at Amazon and your local bookstore.
6: My dad, he's a double amputee and uh, he's one of my favorite people in the
8: world. To me, a hero is someone who fights for our country and freedom. My dad is a hero. Homes for Our Troops built this house, and my dad can get through the wide
7: doorways. He can reach anything.
6: Homes for Our Troops builds and donates specially adapted custom homes nationwide for severely injured post-9-11 veterans and enables them to rebuild their lives. Join our mission at hfotusa.org.
4: So show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Mac Maloney. Wow, what a show we have for you tonight. Very quickly, girls. Very famous Wawa is here.
0: Hello, Mac. It is a fantastic show okay. tonight.
4: mill skills and Gigi goes No cocoa tonight, but down there in uh Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Switchy is with us. Switch.
1: Great to be here tonight.
4: Also, for that same uh skew is uh Willie Club, our security chief. Willie, how are you doing?
5: Hi, Mac. Yeah, doing great. Okay. A lot going on tonight. I like it. Have you ever got any fan mail?
4: You look at our fan mail before we see it, but have you yourself ever got any fan mail? You're a security it's chief. It's
5: unbelievable. Is it really good? I, I a, can't get into it at this he, point. He, edit, he edits it before We're he We're running should. out of time.
4: Okay, there's so much. <laughs> in. Uh, also in the studio with us here is Uncle Al, the kitty's pal, UFO mechanic Al Rinaldo Al. <laughs> hey, folks. Hello, everyone. Nice for joining us. Okay. Uh, Let's see, we got all the guys out of the way? Yep, okay, also with us is uh, our favorite good Richard. Raven is with us, Raven.
6: Hi, my friends, thank you for having me.
4: Sideways, New York. Snow on the ground. Sideways,
6: New York. Snow on the ground. Everything's going good here.
4: That's good Good in the hood. Uh, Also, uh, super fan Susan Coppola is down there in uh, North Carolina. Susan.
8: Hey there, how's everybody?
4: Are you enjoying your night on the show?
8: I am. It's the best night ever.
4: Really? Ever?
8: Yes. Uh, Love to be here and to see you. is just the highlight of my whole week and month.
4: (laughs) Week and month, as it turns out. Week and month. Wow. But joining us, let's see if she'll agree with you, is our uh, our friend Dolly Safran. Am am I pronouncing your last name right, Dolly? Uh,
10: Safran, yes. Okay.
4: All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Um, you know, we've been wanting to talk to you for a, uh, a few weeks. I'm glad that you took the time to join us. So you sent me your your book, okay? And uh, I'm not going to say I read it all, but I read the first, uh, the first couple of chapters. The first chapter is um, compelling, let's say, okay? Can you just tell us what happened to you when you were a kid? What happens in the first chapter? And that will, that's a good way to introduce yourself to us.
10: Um, I think Preston began with uh, when I was 14, and it was 1973. Um, I had a lifetime already, you know, 14 years already of knowing that something was happening to me. I knew what it was probably all about, but I had a mother who was in denial, 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 did not want anything to do with it, and guarded and cloistered me pretty good. She had me believing that I was dreaming, and I was eccentric, and had a great imagination. Um, I decided when I was 14 that... I was either completely crazy or I needed help or it was real, you know? And uh, so uh, one night I was out in the yard. I had my telescope. I was taking, um, you know, classes at the Miami-Dade Transit Planetarium Uh and took astronomy classes. And I was doing my homework and it was a school night and I was out late. It was one in the morning. My father said, go to bed, uh, which meant go to bed. Uh (laughs) So I packed down, went in my room got jammies on, and uh, I don't sleep a lot. I sleep maybe two hours a day, and uh, sat on the edge of my bed, which was by my big windows in the back of the house. And I was looking up at the sky, it was a beautiful night, It's perfect to be out looking at stars. I was looking at Orion, and I kept seeing many lights in the sky that I knew weren't stars, and I was trying to make head and tails of it, and I realized that they were moving and they were joining up in groups of two. And uh, they went from like 100 loose flying around to 50. And they went in different directions, east, west, west, north, and south. Um, In my mind, I realized, oh, my God, this is it. Um, I generally have an eidetic memory. Um, I'm very good with number sequences, Mm -hmm. vectors, coding, all that kind of stuff. And um, I memorized what I was looking at. I turned on my memory to film it, you know, in my head. And I watched it come down out of out of – space into our atmosphere and the first thing I noticed is it's not burning red you know it doesn't look like it's uh going my dad worked for NASA I was very into space and planes Mm -hmm. and flight and all that and it wasn't behaving like something that was coming in from out of space it wasn't an asteroid it wasn't a comet you know and it was changing different colors as it came down um when it got down, one of, one of the pair that came down over my area went east toward Dadeland, which is in Kendall in Miami, and the other came down where we were out in the glades, Everglades, and it came down over our property in back of our home, uh-huh. and as it got, came down, it hesitated maybe between 500 and 1,000 feet, um, and it just hung there for a few minutes, and I couldn't understand why, and I noticed that it was dipping you know, and every now and then, that would sway back and forth a little bit, but it couldn't hold a solid position, it was dipping a bit. And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, Oh my god, you know. And uh, it started to come down again. And when it did, I have a big tree behind my house, and it just started you know, waving around like crazy. Mm. There's no wind that night.
7: Mm-hmm.
10: It's the kind of tree where the leaves fold up and go to sleep, yes, you know. Yes, and it just the whole thing folded up, and uh, I was like, Oh my god, and I'm staring at it, and I realized it's nothing I've ever seen, you know, in my memory. And uh, I watched from the bottom of it to the top. In other words, it was coming in. And it started angling down slightly so that I could see the front of it that was facing me more than the very bottom of it. Yes, yes. And um, I noticed that it was silver and that it was mostly flat. There were no blips, things, nothing, you know, mm-hmm. uh, to show that it was manufactured here. Yes. And I got up to the ports, okay? And mm-hmm. there were two of them that were showing. And I saw two beings, one in each of the ports. And Mm. I freaked out. My brain went, oh, no. Mm -mm, mm -mm. (laughs) And I tried to turn. And what do you do? You're a kid in the middle of the night. And I was going to dive under my bed. I never made it. My whole room exploded in blue-white light. And my memory turned off. And I woke up about, I don't know, three hours, four hours later on the floor. And um, I was not wearing my own jammies. I noticed that right away. They were backwards and inside out. And I felt funky. And uh, I thought, Oh, my God, you know, I could hear my mom wrestling in the kitchen. Uh, She's getting ready for my dad to get out of the house. You know, Uh, he left by um, five o'clock every day. Okay. And uh, she's cooking. And uh, it was a school day and I had morning shift that year. I went to a progressive school and I had the morning. I went early in the morning to noontime and then came home. Okay. And uh, so I got a shower because I felt funny and I got dressed and I put the clothes in the back. And I went in the kitchen and she's like, make coffee, you know? So I make coffee and I'm thinking to myself, this woman does not want to hear this, mm-hmm. but I'm going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was too important to me at that point. I was on a mission. Okay. Yes. And I said, "Did you guys hear anything last night, you know, sounds, lights, anything. Yes. And she turned around and said, what are you talking about? And I said, well, you know, like a UFO. And she went, that meant shut up. You're <laughs> done. And I sat down and now I'm starting to freak out. Yes. Um, because I need to talk about it. Paul Harvey was on the radio. Oh, and then yeah. suddenly the news came on. And uh, the newscaster, first thing out of a man's mouth, he said, two land police officers saw UFOs last night and described the whole damn thing.
4: Wow, yeah. I, huh? up,
10: I became hysterical. I'm jumping up and down going, see, I told you, I told you, I told you. You got to hear me now. And she said, get the hell out of my kitchen right now. Which meant, no, I'm not talking about it. Boom. I ran out the door because now I'm freaking out. Yeah. I, if my mind is reeling and I'm thinking, you know, I feel it. It's right on the tip of my memory now. Okay. And I run into my dad and he said, You need to calm down. You're, I mean, you're like over the top. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, Go, go calm down, go meditate, something. And uh, mm-hmm. so I went to the bathroom. It's the only private room in our house. Yes. Locked the door. Yes. sat on the floor in the dark. And I thought, How do I do this? I was desperate. And uh, I started to replay it. You know, eidetic memory, I can see it in real time in my mind that okay. it happened. Yes. i come there. And uh, when I got to the white light hitting, my whole head exploded in angry pain. Um, I felt like I'd been slammed in the chest and the head. I got sick. The world, my room, the room was spinning on me. Uh And I, I tried to get up and I couldn't have sunk back down. And I'm thinking, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And the reason that was happening to me is I remembered. And uh, pretty much what happened is when the light hit, um, I froze. I couldn't move. And I saw an energy ribbon come down through the ceiling of my room, into my room. Uh And I, uh, I was surprised. And these two beings came down on this energy ribbon, and they got down on to my level on the floor. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they walked on the floor, to be honest with you. I, I don't remember seeing them walking.
4: What they look like?
10: A.I. grays, mm-hmm. both of them, little short guys. Yep. Skinny. Oh, my God. Like you could twig, break them like twigs. Really? And yes. I thought about it. I really did. They I could need a, a better
4: diet, but go ahead. You know, yes.
10: He took me by the hand and he put his hand on my hand on top and like pulled me over to the ribbon and laid my hand on the ribbon and the whole room went opaque mm-hmm. and I felt, uh, dizzy, lightheaded and nauseated all at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, it's like, I could see around me, but I couldn't, you know, yep. opaque. And the next thing I know we're rising up and I'm looking up at the ceiling cause I'm heading for it and I'm thinking, Oh shit. You know, excuse my French. How am I going to get through this? And we went right through it. Okay. We went right through the tree. And we went up along this craft that was still up there. It didn't go in the craft. It went up along the side of it. Okay. And this hatchway opened up. Like, here's the craft, okay? And it's dipping down a little bit. So you're coming up the rim of it, and there's a slight blip, and then it goes up again, you know, to where the ports are. And in the bottom part of it, a hatch opened up on the top. And uh, when my feet were just above the hatch, he shoved me so that I went into it. He let me off the ribbon, and I went in, and I landed on keister. It's a very—it um, wasn't that big of a craft. It was probably between 35 and maybe 50 feet in diameter. Okay.
4: Wait, we just, yeah. Can we just. Al has a question. Al Ronaldo? How big okay. was that? How big was this craft? What? When you saw it flying, when you saw it, you know, hovering near you, how how big was it? Was it as big as a bus? As big as a car? Bigger?
10: It was big. Uh, we had a VW microbus. Yes. And it was bigger than that, way okay. bigger. Like oh, yeah. Two okay. of them together.
4: Bigger than a Okay, two, two or three of them, them together. together. Big, yeah. Oh, two, okay. and, hey.
10: he, and if I if I want if I, if it was on the ground and I was standing up, it would take three of me to reach the top. Oh
4: really? Okay, that's a good size. Hey, listen, before we go on with the story, we have to uh, say goodnight to Uncle Al. He's going on a special mission. Let's clap him off as they say in the biz, please. Thanks, folks. Okay. Uh, gotta go. Yeah, okay. Good night. I'll gotta talk to you care. later. Yeah, I'll yeah, be okay. around. Okay. Jack and Coke. You know that. Okay. All right. So anyway, please go ahead. Dolly, keep going, please.
10: Okay, right. So when I landed on my keyster, I was in uh, probably the top half of it, sort of. And uh, there was uh, three, like three seats. Okay. And a console behind me. No, no steering wheels, no controls, no nothing. I mean, I expected to see the inside of a plane or something like that. I did not. And I looked up and there was this woman sitting to my left. And I looked up and I realized, oh, my God, I know who this is. And uh, she's a tall gray. And I call her mama. I met her when I was probably almost six years old. And I've known her my whole life. And I instantly remembered who she was. And uh, I got so emotional and so sick. And I was whirling from that energy ribbon that I threw up all over myself. You know, I lifted my shirt and peeped right into my shirt. And uh, uh, the two little gray guys came and got me. And they took me to another place in in this little small space uh, to clean up. And uh, they gave me what you could describe as an energy bath, you know, and uh, gave me something else to wear. I got a smock in a little dressy kind of thing, you know, just one piece all over my head. Wow. And um, they brought me back to her. Well, I'm going into shock by this time. I, I'm shaking uncontrollably. I'm, my, I'm white as a sheet. I know I was. I was just like I could hear ringing in my ears. And I felt dizzy and she said, she's still in shock, take her for a walk. And uh, I did not realize, I know it now, but then I didn't realize that they were already moving and they were taking me to another craft, a bigger craft. And uh, we had already boarded it and they brought me through a hatchway, you know, like a doorway hatchway into another part of this craft. And that's where I went for the walk, okay? And um, I was shown where they, I guess you would call it it's not like an engine room it's it's where they create um it's a nuclear type of reactor they have big battery banks in there and it's where they produce this huge graviton wave technology and there's a central column okay that it filters up through it, it energizes through this column and uh, to emitters in the ship and then they showed me the second level which is where everybody sleeps or they, you know, there's a potty, a couple of potties there. And oh. I had an actual room on this craft. Yes. A little, little teeny closet sized room. And it had a little bed and a little side table and a little nook in the wall. And I saw my fuller brush. <laughs> mm. And I, I was like, Oh my God, that is my brush. I keep wondering where the hell it went. There it was.
4: So listen, Dolly, uh, uh, listen, I hate to interrupt you, but we have like about <laughs> 10 minutes left, but let me just ask you this. Why are you, why do you think they picked you?
10: Uh, I'm not the only one, just so you know.
4: I know, yeah, but why Why you not us? I'm one of the
10: few that are completely conscious, that's why. Uh Um, They were waiting for it to happen. They were hoping it would happen, and it did. I managed to make sure that I became conscious, and I fought for it. And I think that's why, because I've been trained most of my life by them, and they were just waiting to see what would happen. All human beings will go into a dream state when they're stressed out, okay? When you dream, most of your dreams, you don't hold your dreams. You forget them right away. And that's the part of your brain where you're most psychic, uh-huh. okay? The OBE, every night, you just don't realize you're doing it because right. you're not psychically connected. Right. And that's why people forget things. And that's why I couldn't remember in a linear line, you know, what's going on. And when I woke up, I opened only... up and I was able to do it.
4: So are you and in... Am- can you contact them? Are you in contact with, with, with people that don't live on Earth? Yes. Okay. In, in and what, what interest do they have in us?
10: They are our progenitors. We're part of who they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, to put it mildly, we are them, they're us, and yep. we're all one. We are related to them. Why do they're, they stay hidden,
4: though? Why, why are they being so mysterious about it? Why don't they just come down and...
10: Because we're here evolving. They're billions of years advanced of us. Mm-hmm. And we are evolving and we're their children, but we all chose to be in this place where we're at. Yep, We chose the existence that we have and we're trying to learn everything that is learnable. You know, you come here for a reason. Everybody comes to a physical 3D dimension reality yep. okay. to learn and to, you know, gain think- wisdom. You can wear what you know. Right. And wisdom is one of those things that once you're in it, you employ it. Are they if um, you're in stores? I'm okay, sorry. go
4: ahead. Are, are they like really highly intelligent, like in a way that we can't conceive yes. of? All right. Do they have a sense of humor? Do you ever find them have a sense of humor? Yes,
7: very.
10: You- it's kind of <laughs> twisted, but yes, they have a sense. Twisted.
4: Of humor. Oh, we yes. like that. So, so we d- like that. Yeah. Do they keep? Do they keep an eye on things here on the planet? I yes. mean, are they interested yeah. in what we're interested? All in?
10: contact here is basically because of what's happening to our solar system. Yep. And uh, they've been holding our DNA up. We have lots of gamma radiation coming in on us. Mm-hmm. Our magnetosphere is, you know, depleting. And it's been doing that for the last 80, 100 years. Okay. Okay. Uh, you can, the shot across our bow was um, in, in the 1800s. Okay. Yep. And when all the telegraphs went, that yeah. was the
4: yeah, first yeah. day that, yeah. oh, no. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. First electronic. Uh, mas- but let me ask you this, though. I'm just interested in these people. And we're running out of time. We're going to have to have you on again real soon. So would they be interested in like human events that, that you know like the Super Bowl stuff like that? Do they care about stuff like that? No,
10: no. Absolutely not. No. They care they care about um knowledge that is um what we play with here doesn't go with us. Okay. What we gain in knowledge does. Mm-hmm. Okay. Your wisdom, your knowledge, your emotional wisdom, your uh, maturity, all that goes with us when you leave this body that you're indwelling. And you do recycle, you do come back over and over again until you learn things. I feel that.
1: As you Did they put I have uh, a quick question, Mac? Go ahead, please. Golly, is your book Symmetry written with Preston dennett Yes. Yes,
10: he wrote it. He wrote yeah. it. I am. um It's very well
1: written. Um, it's very well yes, Yeah, it really I, is.
10: They sent me to him, actually. I couldn't find anybody. I needed help. Mm-hmm. And I started looking around and uh, I spoke to him about it. And he said, well, we know someone. You're gonna look him up, and I did, and I found uh, an early videos of his from MUFON. Yes. and he did a book. Uh, he does a, a talk on healing, and everywhere that came out of his mouth was factual, well, well spoken, yeah, understood. Yeah and he did not change facts at all.
4: Yeah, he, he did dead. uh UFOs yeah. at the drive-in. I mean, <laughs> among other books he did UFOs at the drive-in, exactly, which is really yes, entertaining. Right. Uh, listen, we we it's we got to wrap a lot
1: of books. I I got your cut, your book coming on Saturday, so I'll be able to read. Yeah, it. well this will oh, be oh, good oh, Yeah, oh. yeah, it's
4: a great book. I'm telling you, I I only read a little bit of it, but it is really well written. Uh, well-written and that doesn't uh, happen uh, all that much in you know the the field that we're you know that we uh, look into paranormal he has a
10: degree in uh biology and sciences and mm. he has also been a writer most of his life he yeah. started when he was a kid he's been on the show and, he's been know. he's a good guy
4: yeah, yeah. Yes. So, so let me ask you one last question and then, and then you have to yeah. promise us to be back on again soon so okay. so do you do you ever have the aliens do they ever pred- are they into are they into predicting things are they into looking into the future
10: um. Well, they more they're more into uh, being present yeah. and understanding what's coming at us, and they scientifically know <laughs> what we're all facing right now. This is an event that we have coming up that they absolutely right. know of. Yep. People here on Earth know it as well. Sort of the alt governments and the governments. Right. So they wouldn't they care.
4: They wouldn't care if they they wouldn't predict like the Academy Awards or anything like that. No, 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 they
10: have no interest in that whatsoever. Yeah,
4: yeah. Huh. Oh, no. uh, so anyway, everything uh, is 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 discovery science right. um, yeah. understanding things things like that yes well that's great well listen we have to close up the show now but let's uh please give dolly a round of applause this is like uh, going to be the first of several appearances i think dolly thanks a okay. lot definitely i hope so
1: yeah you have a really interesting story there yeah, yeah sure very well spoken and yes. very credible thank you All
4: right thank All right. you we'll talk to you soon but stay mm-hmm. with us we're going to end the show now so listen wow what a show tonight what a, you know let me uh, just uh, say good night to the gang susan Thanks for joining us tonight. Did you have a good time, or did you doze off there a little bit?
10: I enjoyed myself immensely. Thank okay.
4: you. And and you agree, Susan?
8: I do, yes. Okay. I always love being here. I love you. I love the rest of the crew, and I'm just honored to be here. Okay. So anytime. All
4: right. Stay with us, because I have uh, an edible question to ask you, okay? Okay. Thanks, Adrienne. Okay. For okay. Uh, let's see. Who do we go to club? Thank you for joining us, okay? Can you take it?
5: Yeah, I, I dozed off a little bit. Really, it was you. Show, yeah, yeah okay, from what I could hear. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Thanks, Club. For your answer, we appreciate it.
1: Switchy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I was awake the whole time. You were time. awake. I noticed
4: yeah. that. You were awake That's a the whole time. We appreciate it. <laughs> 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 Thank you, Switch. Okay. Every week he makes us hungry. Thank you. We appreciate it. Uh, I, I'm sorry, Raven. Now's the time. The time has come. Just say goodnight to you. Oh,
6: man. It was so good to hang out with you guys. Thanks for having me.
4: Well, we appreciate, yeah, you hanging out with a bunch of drunk white guys. We really do. And Susan <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Raven. We'll talk, talk to you soon.
10: you Raven. Yeah, yes, for
4: sure. One, night, one, thank Raven. you. I got to do the plugs, okay? Thank you, Juan. We still got to do You're a welcome. Zoom. We'll do a Zoom. Just, you know, get a couple beers. I'll get a couple uh, Jack Daniels. We'll just Zoom. We never do that.
0: But the... Just you and I, Jack. Jack Daniels. I can get zero. some hooch. Wow. I'm in. Okay.
4: All right, everyone's in now. Anyway, the plugs tonight. are homes for our troops. Homes for our troops. Please Google them. They're an organization that um, raises funds to build homes that are especially uh, adapted to our wounded veterans in combat after nine eleven and so that be Afghanistan and uh, Iraq. So they build these homes uh, specifically to their needs. These might be veterans who lost a limb or whatever. So they build like lower counter space, very few steps. Not a lot of yeah, very wide doorway, stuff like that. Just adapt the home to them to make it a little bit easier. And then when they fill, when they um, build the home, complete it, they rip up the mortgage. They give them the key. They give them the house. And they can go out and have a productive life, and they don't have to worry. Imagine not having to worry about the mortgage over your head every month, okay? Homes for our troops, they give $0.88 cents to every dollar to our veterans, and that's very high in the charity business. So please, like I said, Google them. Uh, Homestruck Troops, see what they're up to, and they do uh, tell us every once in a while that they'll get a donation from someone who heard about them on the show. And, uh, you know, that's really good. That makes us feel uh, very good, okay? It makes it feel like uh, it's worth it for us to do this, uh, to help our vets. So, anyway, Homestruck Troops, uh, they're nice people. They're on the show every once in a while. Uh, so just, as I said, Google and see what they're about. Hopefully throw some dollars their way. And uh, also, Swag is returning sometime next month. And uh, coming up very soon is going to be Raven's Scary Movie Hour. Uh, Why don't we play the, uh, let me, very quickly I'll play the uh, bumper right here.
3: Lock your doors, close your windows, and turn out all the lights. Because it's time for Raven's Scary Movie Hour. Exploring the deep and dark depths of the most frightening movies ever. This show is not for the faint of heart, ah! so consider
4: yourself warm. Now, here's Raven. Okay, Raven, so are you ex- as excited as I am?
8: I am. I'm so nervous. <laughs>
6: <laughs> it's
4: in I'm the-
8: excited for you. Oh, it's a way to hear it. <laughs> Thank
4: you. <laughs> it's in the can, as they say.
1: But anyway, yeah, we're looking forward to that. I have a brief announcement as well, Matt. Oh, go ahead. It- the Highest Strangeness Factor has returned. Oh, the wow. paranormal UK radio. Yeah, nice. uh, That's another platform you can hear Max show on.
7: Uh,
1: Andy and I, we uh, didn't have any guests uh, this time. Okay. It's just been released, just to kind of catch up, because we've been on, on hiatus for a while. Yes. And it was just a blast. I mean, we, we talked about all kinds of stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. We really do have the gift of gab when it comes to the weird stuff. So, uh, And I'm going to be interviewing some other guests coming up for okay. the second show. None of that us. That I met at the Van Meter Visitor Festival. So okay. it looks like we're up and running again.
4: Okay. So. So you've been, uh, this is the okay. show, it's on every fortnight is what you used to say, right? Every well, fortnight, fortnight, yes. Fortnight, okay. And 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 uh, you've been away for about six months, but now you're back. It's a very popular show because the guy who runs the network I every mean, once in a while it will drop something about your show. Oh, very nice. That so people follow it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what do you do? What's, what's different that you do on that show that you don't do here? What are you funny? Well, we we
1: we cover it it's it's similar in that the the guests we have are interested in the unknown and the uh the paranormal and so forth. Okay. We have a wide variety of guests like you do.
7: Okay. Uh
1: it's it's just that we uh it we uh, uh once in a while we have a big group. Not not usually. Usually it's uh Andy and I or uh, another uh, co-host okay. and uh one or two people. Uh one time we had uh we had Stan Gordon on with the Bucks oh. County team refuses and a couple to, other people. So I, I think the most I've ever had on were seven people. But refuses to come unusual. on our show.
4: Stan Gordon refuses to come on our show. Okay. All right. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Switchy. Everyone I really likes the show. I'm glad. So so, and it's going to take a while before you invite some of us on. Is that what you're trying to say? Just to-
1: Well, yeah. Uh, you, well, we'll see. We'll have we'll have an application we'll form see. you can fill out, and we yeah. need to have a background I, check.
0: Wow, yeah. to, to check our bona fides.
1: Especially on Willie Club, you know, yeah. he's always checking us out. He'd
5: well, be the first uh, one I'd ask. Tit okay. for tat, if you know what I mean. Okay. You'd have to pay me to go on. Whoa, <laughs> <laughs>
4: we,
1: we
5: have a budget. It's uh, okay.
9: Well, dollars fifty cents. Everyone has a price.
4: <laughs> all right, all right. Start negotiation. Uh, sold. Yes. Wow. Wait. Okay, everyone
6: well. is so punchy tonight. Yeah,
4: really. You are kidding. Well, without the hooch, right? Without the wall. Yeah. No one said that. Okay. So uh, why don't we, this would be a good time to say goodnight. So I want to thank everyone for listening to us, everyone for supporting us, uh, especially the people on Arms Forces Radio. And uh, until next time, the next time you hear us, this is Mac for the entire gang saying be safe, be happy, and
0: bye-bye.
3: And now, please stay tuned for a bonus segment of Mac Maloney's Military X-Files show.